You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Yo, bro. We could be cool. Don't shit. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 103 of Psychotic and Iconic. Paul's here along with my co-hosts Nick Theories, Mikey P, and Philly Phil. Thank you to everybody that's tuned in to the live stream tonight. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and share it. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and do that. Mikey P, let's do it, brother. You guys ready for this shit? I'm Boom. ready, bro. I'm ready. I'm ready for fucking fireworks. I'm ready to have a good time. I'm I'm happy right now. I just learned something new to add to my repertoire. It's a fucking rap, bro. <laughs> theories, theories is coming unloaded with the clip, bro. So be ready for that. That's for sure. You better believe it. You heard that. I love that energy. That's, yeah. that's all I'm gonna say. Oh, all right. We have a lot to cover tonight, though. We promised you AFC West and NFC West in the same night. Okay. So this is going to be some wild ass shit because there's a lot of different opinions in this room about those two divisions. That being said, though, episode 103 of P&I is brought to you by. Oh, excuse me. Let me rewind a second. I wanted to say what was coming up on the next show. On Tuesday, we're doing bold predictions for fantasy. NFC East and playoff predictions playoffs and award predictions okay i had to point that out before i forgot for some reason i didn't have in my notes that's fucking major okay like this is the best time of the year we talk about this shit all year too okay now i'm gonna go back into it p and i power by playmaker is brought to you by prize picks okay daily fantasy made easy we are live right now on the Props Network at PropsHQ.com. Be sure to go over there right now and subscribe to keep up with all the football content that I just referenced. And we have it all year long for you. Season-long fantasy, DFS, betting, everything, okay? Last but not least, merch. Take a look at these two tonight because this is like the first this time is, I had to do the wash in a while. fantastic fabric. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is what you get. This is the finest fucking fabric on the block, cuz. So place your orders out. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I mean? You gotta be more enthusiastic about it. Yeah, this is Slide in. Slide in. Fabric, Overnight shipping. Yeah. Facts. Courtesy of IPP Pressworks, Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Black and gray, short sleeve and long sleeve tees, hoodies, and tanks. And yes, even customizable mugs. 
right, everybody good? I got a couple quick hitters, actually. Feeling fantastic. Fuck it, I have to say it. Donovan Mitchell got traded to the Cavs. And Russell Wilson, my guy, got paid today. He got paid. Need I say more? It's interesting. How do you spell Russell? W-I-N-N-E-R. <laughs> E-L-I-T-E. Elite. He's still top five. He's going to show you again this year. Okay? Everybody good? Any other notes? Well, yeah, you know, he's he's tied to them for the next seven years, right? So that's pretty much his career. He's he's. He said he wants to play 10 to 15 more. 10 to 15 more? Come on. Like, what are we talking about? I don't about know. Oh, then, he woke up, then he woke up. Yeah, been, I mean, after look, a D up, DMT up till, dream. Remember, up to last year, one of the most durable players ever. He's how old? Fair. 32, I'm going to guess. So 10 to 15 more. I think he's so you think he gives, he's going to play until 47. You think somebody. Oh, I, I don't know about that. Maybe team, 42. You think a team is going to allow him to play until 47? And unless he wins like five Super Bowls from now until like his 40s, that ain't happening, bro. And the See, reason why Brady's able to do that because he performs at a high level and he wins. There's a difference. Aaron Rodgers is still playing, though. Right? And I mean, Russell isn't just a drop True. back sit in the you pocket passer, passer. Right. And his he, he took, he, he took a lot of hits in Seattle, too. So. Oh, I, I would beg to differ on yeah. that one. I, I mean, think look, he was really good hand. at managing contact. I mean, he look. doesn't take, he doesn't get popped. No, he's no. smart. No. Smart player. Despite having the worst offensive line every year. Anyway, that's Russell Wilson, and we are going to get there shortly. That being said, Philly Phil, you know what to do. Fantastic fabric. You damn right. Need the cap. The greatest hashtag on the net. There's no cap around here, Rob. Need them caps. I, I know what he's saying. <laughs> Yeah, we do need them hats, though. Yeah, hats we do. Come we soon. do. We do. AFC West. Sure to be a banger this season. This is one of the best divisions we've seen in a long time. In a long time. And I hate to say it because last year we were talking about the NFC West being the same way. It kind of delivered. All right? Three playoff teams. Maybe this will be the first time in NFL history where all four teams in the division make the playoffs. Maybe. These are some stacked teams here, okay? So we're going to start with the Kansas City Chiefs because they're the king, all right? Mm. Four straight AFC Championship appearances, 10 and a half wins is the projection, and they went 12 and 5 last year. Initial thoughts with the Kansas City Chiefs. Are you worried? Yes, they traded Tyreek Hill. Yes, I know that's gonna come up, come up in a second. No, I'm I sure they'll be they'll be okay. They're not gonna be as explosive as they were last year, obviously. Um, I think that they'll have. I they're they're more equipped to handle the loss of Tyreek Hill than the Packers for sure. Because I mean, Agreed. at least Juju can play. Uh, Valdez Scantling can play a little bit. He does get hurt a lot, but Travis Kelsey's still there. Uh, Ceh is mid, but I mean, <laughs> at least he he could give you a little bit, even though it's not much. Um, I think that yeah, <laughs> sounds familiar. Um, I think that I think they'll be okay, but I think that it will be a, it'll be much different. But Andy Reid has succeeded in the past with mid wide receivers. Look at Todd Pinkston, James Thrash, and all that. And I would venture to say Patrick Mahomes is better than Donovan McNabb. <laughs> I'm so down yeah. on the Chiefs this year. I, I can't even oh. explain it to you guys, man. Like it's crazy. If you want to know where they rank in the entire division. I'll give it to you later down in the show. It might surprise some people, but I don't really give a shit. I'm here. I'm bold. I stand in my own fucking two. I don't give a shit. When you lose a, a dynamic receiver like Tyreek Hill, like uh, Palante just mentioned, just mentioned, 
that is so dynamic to your offense because that affects your tight end play which in Travis Kelsey, who's not going to get single, uh, single coverage anymore against tight ends or anybody. Um, and how do you replace that production? You think Juju is going to replace that production? No. You think Sky Moore is going to uh, replace that production? No. Do you think MVS is going to replace that production? No. Like, I, I just don't see it. And I don't, I don't like their run game. I don't love it. I, I, I just, I have my doubts with uh, CEH. That's why I fade him in fantasy this year. Um, and just overall, like I, of course, Mahomes is Mahomes. I get it. This has no knock on him, but if he is that dude, this is the perfect opportunity to say, "Fuck it, I don't need a Tyree kill." This, I am the man of this league. This is my shit. And if he can win the division, he's got. I, I'll tip my hat. But I don't think it's going to happen. But for me, I'm down on the Chiefs this year. There's a lot of wow, reasons. wow. I I have to point out something, guys, because I I did some research on the Chiefs yesterday. And something really caught me by surprise. I'm going to be honest with you because everyone's thinking, all right, QB regressed last year, passing game regressed, running game regressed, explosiveness, you just said regressed, right? And then they're like, oh, they didn't score as much. The offense was average for most of the year. They didn't pick it up till the second half of the season. Am I done going down the list? All right. We've heard all this. It's yep. been said here. Not by, me. It. Not yeah. by me. Not by me. But true. it's been said. Okay. They had the fewest drives of any team in the NFL last year. Meaning fewer opportunities to score points and win games. But! Ready for this? First in points scored per drive. First in percentage of drives that score points. First in touchdowns per drive. First in yards per drive. First in plays per drive. First in rate of punts per drive. First in rate of three and outs per drive. I just mentioned... Almost every single important statistic in the game of football, and they were the best. That's because number 10. They were the best offense. That's changing. Without a doubt. Hey, I'm amazing. sure it will change, but Without a how doubt. much? Drastically. A lot, at least bro. 10 spots. At, at bare minimum, they're dropping If they're a spots. top 10 offense, then we shouldn't be worried. They're not a top 10 offense. Wow. They're not a top 10 offense. Wow. You need to write this down. They're the, fourth, <laughs> they're the fourth best offense in their, in their division. Are they no. not? Oh, yeah, his face is crazy. I, I, wow. It's, for you to say that emphatically, I expected that from you because I know how you feel about Tyreek Hill. Are they not the fourth best offense in their division? It's too soon to tell. On paper. I'm saying if you look at it right now, you would take, who would you take? The Chiefs or the Broncos? You have a top five quarterback and three stud wide receivers. Uh, I mean, because here's the, the thing. Broncos. The thing is, they have the best quarterback in the division. Yes. They have the best quarterback in the division. Travis Kelsey... Is not being talked about as if he's a number one receiver, which he basically is. Okay. So it's like, okay, the units are kind of equal to me. They're a pass first offense. I love the Broncos offense. I think they're gonna be top five. I don't think the Chiefs are gonna slow down. I think I think it's gonna be a different look. That's what it's gonna be. It's gonna be a little bit maybe a little bit less vertical, but I mean remember, well, Patrick Mahomes is gonna throw that football deep, and they have guys who can burn. One thing it's gonna like you know, <laughs> one thing that does worry me: can they play from behind? Yeah, uh, but I, no, because yeah, my thing I, is, I is you're not going to be able to score as quickly. I mean, you got at least say, you, at least be fair there. They're not going to score as quickly or as easily. I don't know yet, because you still have Travis Kelsey there. Bro, he's a tight end, and bro. I like Sky Moore a lot. You know, he's a tight I don't end. know. He's a tight he's, end, bro. 
He's a tight end who he, has 1,100 yards a year. But he doesn't stretch the field. 80-something catches. He doesn't stretch the field. Now, remember, last year, when I just I just mentioned all these stats, right? And the reason they actually became a working offense again, because in the first half of the year, they were a little, mm, we were worried. Defense was picking them up. All right? Remember this? They figured it out eventually. They figured out how to go in a shorter passing game. They figured out how to sustain longer drives. It took them half a season. But they showed they could do it. That's the point. And that's the reason why they got back to playing at a high level last year. Because they looked like they were in trouble last year. And they figured it out because they are talented. They are very well coached. And they have arguably the best player in football. It's fi- Look, That's I, why I'm I saying. It. I get it. Look, I have, until proven otherwise, this program, you could say, is the best program in football. Four straight title games. No sign of slowing down. I haven't seen it yet. Until then, they're the king. To be the man, you got to beat the man. We say it all the time here. And I just, I mean, listen, this is with half a season, the offense playing like dirt. And I just said these stats. This is the most important statistics in the game of so, football. But my question is, is the last time we saw the Chiefs, they fell to the Bengals. So, but they, the Bengals they beat the they man. also beat themselves in that game too. Let's not forget no, it. No, I don't want to hear that. They because, did though. No, that was a defensive masterclass in the second half. They, Holding Tariq Hill to no. Yeah, but what did we that say was, about Mahomes? Right. We said he blew it, and I said it too. He did. The Chiefs blew that game. So more Ty- so, and credit to the Bengals, Tyreek Hill. But more so, the Chiefs blew that game. Tyreek. That's Hill. a game that you have to win. I agree. I absolutely agree. That was right? that's his. We said it here. That's his first blunder. Of his career. Ty- nah, uh, Patrick I, Mahomes. I don't know about that. He got waxed in the Super Bowl. It was his first time there, though. He, but no, 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 no. No, no. His second time there. Maybe I'm... When he lost to the Bengals. He, I mean, when he lost to the Bucks was the second oh, time. I got he beat the yeah, well, that's a whole different story. Um, that, but, I mean, that Bucks team was clearly better at the time matter. of the season. My thing is, though, is like when I see it, I'm just like, okay, Tyreek Hill had no catches. So they took Tyreek Hill out of the game. And Patrick Mahomes got stabilized. And... You like you have to you have to, that has to be some type of concern. I'm not, I, I see what you're saying. I, so, I think so, they played so what, a bad half of football. No, what he's saying is that this is what Powell's is saying. What he's saying is okay, they they took away Tyreek Hill. Now you don't even have that ability to take away that kind of wide receiver. So now they're going to shift their focus to the tight end. You take away Travis Kelsey, who you got. I'm saying, okay, MVS is on the outside. Go ahead, cuz. But that's the I thing. I'm like, scared of you. The way you guys talk about receivers in this league, there's not so many teams that have the units that you're talking about. Like, shutting down one guy is fine, but they have a good rest. The rest of their core is good. It's deeper this year. It's it's mid. The AFC is a problem. I'm AFC just saying, like, different. not every team has two elite receivers on their team. Like, yeah, okay, draw up a, draw up a plan and shut down Travis Kelsey. He's still going to get his bread anyway. Because he does. But go ahead and draw it up. You double him up, someone else is going to be freed up. That's how it works. Like I said, you know? I'll, but I'll take my Every chances. single team doesn't have two elite receivers like like the Eagles or the Chargers or, you know. Eagles, it doesn't Chargers, work out like that. But uh, the Chiefs, are still, they've been doing this for a long time. They were doing it before Tyreek Hill was even in the league. Look, I get it, man. They were doing it before Mahomes was here. I get it, bro. But, like, their wide receivers aren't scary. It's a good group, though. It's not a bad group. Well, I, so, like, I, like, I don't mind their group. It's no, an above-average no, no, no. group. And, we again, it's another, it's another situation where we're looking at a rookie to take over and as a question mark. But this is a rookie, unlike the Packers, oh. Sky Moore. Oh, I'm sorry. But this, this is a rookie... Unlike the Packers, this is a this is a higher talent than any of the receivers the Packers got in the draft. This is a guy that's expected to be ready right away. 
Okay. And it's a perfect fit in this offense. Yes. Okay, so wait. That's why I'm saying, like, there's a little bit more upside here, less question marks, and they already have proven talent as well. Because Juju Smith-Schuster, the last time he had a good quarterback, he was a good player. And I don't like Juju. You guys know that. I am not a Juju guy. But the last time that Ben Roethlisberger was good, Juju was very good and showing some wow, you know? Well, A.B. was... The drop-off's been pretty significant. I, yeah, I, I don't... But I'm just saying. I don't know why. But. All accounts are, are that he's having a good camp, good preseason. I love him for fantasy And I don't, I don't like him. Yeah, I know. I'm the same. I always thought he was number two. I thought he was corny, too. And what is definitely I, I just, corny. I, I, I am disconnected. This is where I'm... This is the, the disconnect between me and the rest. I don't see any proof of this wide receiver being, group being above average or any type of good. Okay, you got Juju Smith-Schuster. He hasn't been good since like 2019, before COVID even even started. Sky Moore's a rookie, and Marquez Valdez-Scantling just came from Green Bay, and if he was that good, they would have kept him. He because got paid they don't a lot of shit. money though, Nick. He got paid a lot of money, and they and, were cash-strapped, the Packers. Okay. They would have loved to have kept him. Trust me. No. And he's been productive in short they, spurts. He never stays on the field. That's the problem. I don't know if that's true because they it were willing true. to pay Devontae Adams a big contract, but he'd rather go to uh Oh, yeah. What would you do? If I'm, I'm going to clear cap space, yeah, I'd rather clear it for Devontae Adams I, I personally. I totally get it. But look, if Marquez Valdez-Stanley was good or above average and they had any thought of Devontae Adams leaving that team, they would have found I don't every think single they knew way that, to though. find to keep him. Marquez Valdez-Scantley, middies. He's they, fucking... I ain't going to sit here know. talk about MVS like he's fucking good. He ain't good, cuz. Nobody knew Devontae was leaving, it. Nick. I'm Aaron Rodgers said it, too, when he signed. He did not know Devontae was going to leave. I'm just saying, if he was any type of good, they would have found a way to keep him. You're not going to let a Listen, wide receiver like that walk if he was good. You're not, dude, the best, without getting anything for him. You're not, it's not the happening. The best program in football just paid him bro. $10 million a season, so obviously there was competition for his services or he wouldn't be getting paid that much. That's what I'm trying to say here. Well, what I'm saying He's not going to get paid $10 million a year by arguably the best program in football. Or they were desperate, which is very true. I, the Chiefs were desperate for Marquez Valdez-Scantling? For a wide receiver. Or you just said he was an above, part of an above-average I think it's group. a good group. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying so, yeah, there's a purpose desperate. for the guy. Obviously, in short spurts, he showed he could play a little bit, but they're obviously going to count on him a little bit more if you're paying him that money. I'm just I'm just not sold. I'm not I'm not either. I'm just trying to I'm trying to raise the case of why it. these things happen. And also, Travis Kelsey needs to, like, I know he's a tight end, but he needs to be treated as if he's the wide receiver one of this offense. You're asking... One of these guys in that large, deep group that we're talking about there to step up and be the number two option in this offense. You're not asking to be a number one like the Packers. Travis Kelsey's that guy. That's who he's been. He's, he's a Hall of Fame tight end. No sign of slowing down yet. You're asking him. That, like, that's the thing. Is like He has to be talked about as if he is in that receiving group because that's what he does. He's going to catch 90 passes. 100 passes maybe this year. Probably more than that. 11, 1,200 yards. And yeah, he's going to have double-digit touchdowns. That has to count as part of the group. I, he's not I, a wide receiver by trade. I get that. But you're but asking one I'm of these saying, guys to step on be a number two. That's not asking too much. But what I'm saying, the dynamic is going to change. Of course it right? is. The game plan is going to be different. The way Tyree you attack is presence, going to be different. Tyree Kill's presence impacts Travis Kelsey and vice versa. If it, When you take away Hill off that field, Teams are going to be keying on Travis Kelsey, and they're going to be playing man-to-man -man against years, every single bro. wide receiver 
What? They've been keying on Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill for years. But you can't both of them get on, doubled. You, you can't key on both of them. Because they don't they don't worry about that run game over there. But you can't there you go. But they've been doubling these guys. You Travis Kelsey get double all the time. You just said it. You, you don't worry about that. You don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah, but this is gonna be a different type of double it's, team, though, bro. He ain't gonna be double team. He's gonna be double team a lot more than he was late. Right. So you years. gotta attack differently right. and assume that one of these guys will step up as a second option. That's They're true. not gonna be Tyreek no, no, no. Hill. Exactly. But what to, you said. to ask them to do that is very possible. But I don't make assumptions this up this here. The, I go based on offense. the bottom line eye test and what I see in these players. These players ain't replacing the Tyreek Hill, and that's the bottom line. That's but you don't have an eye test on Sky Moore, and you also He's a rookie. you don't have an eye is test Sky on Moore what NBS can do with more work. Is Sky Moore gonna be a Jamar Chase? I don't know. Come on, man. Likely not. That's when I'm, there you go. Likely not, but he is a perfect fit for this offense. Fair. He's a route running machine. We're going to see, man. I and got I don't know. Division, by the way, I don't give a fuck. We were wearing wow. Yeah, you heard me. I'm dead, dead, dead serious. Just say. I mean, the thing that's, that's not even being talked about here, we're talking about offense, real, but their defense has improved a lot this offseason. They too. lost their leader. Yep. Out, I'm, they lost their leader. So that's a problem. You, bro. That's a problem. So but you, bro. they replaced him with one of the best safeties in the league. He's know, probably a better player at this stage. He may be, but it was when the Eagles lost Malcolm Jenkins. It, it, it means was a something. Problem. But but then again, though, this defense was talent strapped for a while. Yeah. And they go and they draft two first rounders. You get Trent McDuffie a corner, and you get George Karloftis. Okay, look, if and, their defense doesn't play like they did the second half of last season, they're in a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble. That defense needs to perform and keep games. The Chiefs aren't going to score 30 as easily as they as they did in the last five years. They're just not. The thing is with this defense is they actually weren't even that good. I think I think the thing that they played all right last year. No, they were they were and they were the actually one of the better units uh, right. on the Chiefs. It was it was the first half actually. I was keeping them alive. I thought they played good on the back half. No, that's the Chiefs offense got better on the back half. They did. But I'm saying uh, I had it back. The thing that the Chiefs did well last year, like it, that matched everything, is they were good in red zone defense and third down defense that has to repeat but now like you know their overall defensive efficiency was 24th in the league they were 22nd against the pass in a division where you're going to be thrown on a lot so they did upgrade where they need to upgrade though on the defensive end they did they I'm added excited. a lot here so like they were able to spend that money that was going to be allocated for Tyreek Hill and yeah they would have kept him he wanted to be, he wanted that money. Everyone saw the money he got. He wanted that QB type of money. Sure. Can you blame him? No. Sure. They wanted to keep him. They made him an offer. But then they were able to allocate it somewhere else. And they drafted pretty well. I'm just saying like it's going to be a little different look, but this team is as good as as always. Win total 10 and a half under. I'll say this though. Strength of schedule is a concern for this team. They, I will say this. I, I'll give you guys this. They they have the hardest schedule in the league, and it's actually by a pretty large margin. Like, if I could show you my chart right now, yeah. 1 oh, through bro. 32, it goes 1 through 31, and it goes like this, like, and then 32. Bro, after the Cardinals. So they have a rough schedule. After the Cardinals, Chargers, Colts, Bucks, Raiders, Bills, Niners, Titans. I mean, those are... Their next easy game after game one, their next easy game is November seventh, November thirteenth. That it's the Jags. Then you got the Chargers again, the Rams, the Bengals, the Broncos, the Texans, which is a layup, Seahawks, layup, Broncos, Raiders. They have a tough schedule in the back end. The whole I'll the whole say year. this as well though. Last year, 
their schedule was damn near impossible too and they strung together wins in the second half of the season when we were all doubting them that's when everybody was doubting the chiefs they had an impossible schedule last year so but this one's even worse by all accounts yeah i'm just pointing it out though it hasn't seemed to matter because they're just really fucking good sometimes you just gotta you just gotta follow the truth here man Man, they're they're really good we got to save that timestamp where I said they're going to come last in the division I because it. I don't actually really fucking believe that shit. I don't really give a fuck, man. I hope it comes true because when it comes true, I'm going to post that clip on fucking on social media and we out of here, bro, as a podcast. <laughs> It'll blow the fuck up. I'll tell you that right now. I mean, there's there's definitely going to be some doubters this year. I am not one. You got to have a bold prediction somewhere. You right? do. You because there's to. too many good teams in the AFC. I'm not a safe boy, bro. I don't come up here and talking safe. This isn't a PC dude. I, I'm. This is not corporate, bro. This is fucking theories. P and I. This is what it is. This is P and I, bro. This is what you get here. You get. You get. You get different opinions. You get creativity. You get fucking actual knowledge. This is. This isn't no bullshit up here, bro. This is. This is off the fucking top, and this is exactly how I fucking feel. Theories. Oh, yeah, exactly. We'll see. Anyway, you know, I got under ten and a half wins. Yep. What's the over under for Patrick Mahomes uh, passing yards and touchdown, please? I'll tell you in a sec because okay. we got to Mike. What, what are you saying for your win total? Under. Damn. So you guys. Are you just saying like under like okay ten wins? Or are you saying under like no, no, oh no, shit? I'm wins. worried about them missing hey, look, the playoffs. And we got because that that's like you know here's the one under thing. under might mean they don't get in. Now here's the one big difference with Andy Reid and Bill Belichick. Andy Reid has shown that he can win with mid-level talent. That's true. Andy well, Bill and, Belichick can too. He's he's had some pretty dog shit wide receivers. I mean yeah he had Brady. I get Brady. it. I get it. I get it. He hasn't he won anything won. with him without him. That's it's, what I'm it's, talking it's about. A short, also, it's a short. This, it's a short. It's short term now, bro. Give this me... was the second best graded offensive line of football last year, too. That was their that was their issue when they got blown the fuck out by the Bucks and they went out and they assembled one of the best offensive they lines of Joe football. And, uh, I have him, I have them at Kareem Humphrey. I have them at ten and seven. I don't see. I don't. Are I they just, getting in the playoffs though, or do you want to hold that note? Uh, we'll see. Come visit on Tuesday, but I would like. I'll I'm let not, you. I'll let you off the hook for that. Look. I have to look. Oh, I you mean, look. you can even tell us yet. at the end of the show. I haven't done it yet. Hey, I haven't looked. But, I mean, I'm not going to sit here. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about it. I'm deeply concerned, man. About what? Both of you. No, I'm not. I love you to death. No, no, no. You're this, deeply this concerned is... about us, but I'm deeply concerned about the Chiefs. <laughs> we ain't the same. You don't know what I said yet, so don't put me in that category, sir. But look. I'm concerned whoa, that you whoa, have whoa. to think about it. But you got to remember it, too. Four teams. I have to go through it. That's a hard. The AFC is loaded. Listen, I know. The whole fucking division can make the playoffs. I know that. So the Chiefs could be in the, in the seventh spot. They're not spot. the worst team in their division. But. On paper, they are, but I don't know if they're going to. I would. I would. Would you say they're more likely to win the Super Bowl or miss the playoffs? Super Bowl until proven otherwise. I would say them. I would say they're more likely to miss yes. the playoffs. They're a well oiled machine, bro. They ain't we're talking about. Listen, we're talking. Listen, I hear you. Tyreek Hill is fucking amazing. But we're talking about one player on a 53 man roster. And you're going to say, suddenly now, they're not in the elites. Where else did they get worse this season? Let me ask you a question. Besides losing the leadership of Tyree, uh, Tyron Matthew, where else did they get worse this year? In 2004. That's what I need help with here. In 2004, which player joined the Eagles and threw them over the top? And Terrell to, Owens. Thank you. Where's his position? Was that not the most toxic situation the year after that you've ever no, seen? No, 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 that, no that, I, that's that not. That's, that, that's irrelevant. Yeah. It, it's, it's not because that team was loaded and they were fine right after that. They needed to get rid of T.O. It yeah, was a top fine after that. I know what he's talking they about. They didn't not make another long, championship game until 09 or 10. Super Bowl. Super. I'm just saying, like, the team, the team, 
was very good. Terrell Owens, that whole situation was toxic. They were. Mind you, we just, no you fool. and I were just talking about how Tyreek Hill is kind of like a head case right now, right? He's being he's, he's showing I'd be a year, I'd rather be a year early than a year late any day of the week. I'm a beg to differ on that, but that's just me. And I would have I would have rather him stayed in Kansas City, Robert and Kraft, they would have too. They Robert, made him an offer. Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick look like two of the stupidest motherfuckers to ever walk the NFL plane. You want to know why? Because they let their quarterback walk. You just... A year early. No. I'm talking about Tyreek Hill and him being a head case. And I'm saying this. He's Tyreek Tom Brady is a quarterback. It's different when you're talking about the quarterback position. And the one thing they have right now still is, they have the is this quarterback. I agreed. I agree. I agree. We're talking Tyreek Hill. I don't know where else they got worse. They got better everywhere else. I know, but Tyreek Hill. That matters, is a though. Big, yeah, but Tyreek Hill is a big portion of your offense. A team is, is not willing to give him four years, $120 million if he doesn't have the impact that, that he has on the team. I just want That's you guys to. I want you to do one thing here. He's getting Look $30 around. million dollars a year, bro. If, if I he know. Get, if, he, if he wasn't getting. If, if, he, if he didn't make that impact like he does on, on the football field. He ain't getting $120 million Is that contract years. conducive to success in this league, though? Because we've not seen it. All these rookie, these receivers you're seeing right here that just got paid, these contracts, they were on lower deals, and that's when the team capitalized. That's when they won championships. Generally speaking, you're not seeing it happen. He's getting quarterback money. I think it's ridiculous. It's, like, but, like, it's not conducive. Like, would I have loved to seen him stay there? Of course. Like, yeah, it was it was a, a beautiful scene. That offense was one of the best you could ever watch. They were different. So you, know? you don't think it drops them a peg, a couple, a couple, a couple pegs, pegs down. yeah. But we're, you guys said ten pegs. Like instantly, I'm like, how? Sure. They got well, they got well. arguably the best player in football That's leading their franchise with arguably the best coach in football <laughs> leading their franchise, and it's one of the best schemes in football. And this has been. Arguably the best offense in football for a number of years now. It doesn't suddenly just like, look, all I encourage you to do is this. I'm not saying you're wrong because I could be dead wrong. My man's And you write this shit down. <laughs> I'm just saying. He's over here encouraging us. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, listen, look at, look at the best programs in football and look at why they are consistently always fucking there. Always. The Packers, the Chiefs, the Steelers prior to this year. Those teams, the Buccaneers now, the Patriots, long time. Well, Patriots Why? and Packers were always they in turn two over of the worst players all ever. the time, and they also had two of the worst. And you ever. saw Tom Brady have success with lesser receivers. You've seen it. You've seen it. I believe Mahomes is that dude. So if I believe that, then yeah, I'm not gonna say that he's gonna. I'm not gonna say he's gonna decline suddenly. He's gonna have to do it a little differently, but they showed that they could do it. And that's how they got their season back on track last year. Because they were they were in big trouble earlier on. And we were all worried about them. Everybody. They looked like shit. They were out of sync. The scheme wasn't they working. Looked, they looked off. And they looked like their vertical game was shot. And First time you ever could see that happening. And it was a The Bucs had a recipe that figured them out a little bit the year before. They adjusted, though. They became dominant again. All right? All right. Mahomes over under passing yards of 46.50 and a half. Over. I say over. Under. 34 and a half touchdowns. I say over. Over. Their run game, their run game blows. I'll say over on, the, on, on touchdowns, but I got under passing yards. 
All right. And I think that's pretty much it. Like, I don't think there's any other lines we need to pay attention Mm -mm. to. He's plus 800 at MVP. Obviously, always interesting. Um, Why not? You could always throw something down. Because you know what? Like you guys are saying, if it is really that impactful, he's losing a guy like this. And he goes out and has the same old kind of Mahomes season. He's going to be he's got the right narrative. at the forefront. He has the narrative. So I'd throw money down. I'm not. I'm not going to waste my money on that. I'm actually going to go into the next player we're going to talk about, and that's Mr. Derek Carr. So let's talk about Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders. Yeah. And they made some moves too this season. Mm-hmm. Okay. Eight and a half win total. 10 and 7 record last year. Change of head coach, though. Josh McDaniels, second shot. All right. They bring in Chandler Jones. Um, obviously, Devontae Adams. Massive trade. Arguably the biggest move of the whole offseason. They trade a ton for him. They pay the man. And now we're looking at a pretty fine offense. What are you thinking? I know. I, I know where this is going. I'm big on them this year uh, to an extent, though. Um, I still have uh, some minor reservations about uh, what's-his-face, Josh McDaniels. Um, but that. that would be the only thing. That would be the I only thing. I knew he was going to say that. I knew it. I you have to. I do it. You have because to. Because we argued about that a couple of times on this show. And yeah, it, you it, have to. That could be the difference in this division. Absolutely. Coaching. If he learned his all lesson. all these teams are talented. If True. he learned his lesson like Pete Carroll, and he comes out there, and he takes the lessons that he messed up in Denver, and he comes here and he puts it all together, they will be a a very good team. They're already going to be formidable from talent alone. Their defense can be had. So they're good. But what's what's good about the Raiders with that defense, they can score with anybody in the league on any Sunday, any Monday, any Thursday. They will not have problems scoring scoring points. I think Derek Carr has a big confidence boost now. He's got his best friend that he's throwing to. Last year, he won with some shit. He almost won a playoff game to the team that represented the AFC. Um, so, you know, Derek Carr, he had a good year, followed by a ton of mid. And last year, <laughs> he came back. And maybe, you know, maybe he's on his way now. He certainly has a talent around him to do so. You got Josh Jacobs in a contract year. Typically, he's a good running back. But typically, those so running backs, down on him, bro. they jump. So, so down on him. I like Josh Jacobs as a runner. I just think he get, he gets those annoying, nagging like injuries. Can I just say this right off the rip about fantasy? Josh Jacobs, I'm not touching with a fucking 10-meter pole. Poles. <laughs> Explain. <laughs> I, I not only believe that this coaching staff does not like him, I think they know that he's on the way out, and I think they really like Zamir White. And I, I, I you know... I guess a week ago, Gruden up until like the Raiders beat reporter, I forget his name, I just saw it, was talking about how they literally just love this kid, Zamir White, and he's going to play early and often. It's going to be more like a 50-50 timeshare right off the rip. Right off the rip, and this kid hasn't played a down in the NFL yet. That scares the living hell out of me for Josh Jacobs. Despite the fact, like the one thing that all, he always had going for him was volume. And there's potentially... A concern there. Let me tell you and, what, uh, like, you know, sorry. otherwise, why else are you going in? He always gets hurt and he's always inefficient. I just thought of this too. But this doesn't bode well for Josh Jacobs in a contract. Yet. I just thought of this. Mm-hmm. Josh Daniels come from an offense that does what with their running backs? They use 800 of them. <laughs> yeah. Josh McDaniels. There That's you go. That's a Josh McDaniels offense. And that just hit me. And Amir Abdullah is going to play, by the way. I, I know he is. And he's going to have that James White I was going to say that. Amir Abdullah is uh, White. 
Zamir. Yeah, Zamir like, White. Zamir White Fifth and Josh rookie. Jacobs. I just thought of that. That doesn't bode well for Josh Jacobs and his money. And that's, you know, like that's... I'm and you're right, because there. Josh Jacobs is like a Leonard Fournette Jr. in terms of he needs the carries. He needs the touches to get the yards and the touchdowns. Like he's not he's not a five-yard-a-carry guy. Yeah. He's just not. And their offensive line is a major concern right now. Like they're well, going to they have to be thrown the football. They just cut their first round pick from last year, uh, Leatherwoods. Who's the offensive lineman? I mean, like when you make an offensive lineman pick in the first round, you got to hit that home run, bro. Like he's that was a reach. And don't time. Get they will throw the ball. Like they're going is, to be throwing a ton. Yeah, absolutely. So like you can you can hammer the Derek Carr line. I'll just throw it to you now. I'm going to throw you a bone. All right. Um, Derek Carr passing yards is at 4,400 and a half, and I think he's I, th Over. I think. I think there's a real chance he throws for 5,000 yards this year. I would say it's more likely that he throws for over five than he does for under 44. And, and the one thing earth. about McDaniels, similarly to Tom Brady, oh, fuck. they're going to get the ball out of his hands quickly. They're going to get the ball out. Devontae Adams separates quickly. They can be lethal if Josh McDaniels learned from his He just mistakes. has to be a leader. We know he's an yes. offensive mastermind. Yes. We already know this. Yes. He's got a great scheme. It works. It's proven. It works. <laughs> and when you have a good quarterback, it works even better. He's not Tom Brady, but he's good. He's a good quarterback. All right? Fun fact. Go ahead. My girlfriend, she placed a future bet on the Raiders doing the Super Bowl. And you know where she got that from? Theories, baby. Yeah, I want you to show off that ticket um, at some point. I had... Well, the ticket has eight and a half wins uh, over eight and a half wins for the Raiders. And I believe in his team. Uh, again, man, like when you can add a dynamic receiver like Devontae Adams to your roster, along with a dynamic top five tight end in Darren Waller and having Hunter Renfro there, who was a Pro Bowl wide receiver last year, catching 80% of his targets. Super underrated. Uh, I mean, he is absolutely ridiculous. He had a thousand yards last year, nine touchdowns, 128 targets, 103 catches, Hunter Renfro. And this is your second wide receiver putting up these kind of numbers. This isn't an, a wide receiver like a fucking uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. It's not. He's better than all these guys, bro. This this guy is he's an elite wide receiver, and he's young. He's only getting better, and he's only going to benefit from Devontae Adams because Devontae Adams is going to get a lot of the attention, and Hunter Renfro is going to be cooking against the second and third cornerback. Uh, it's going to be really scary. Yeah. He's in an excellent situation for himself to make a lot of money, too. Yes. A lot of money. I'm also starting to think that Darren Waller's injury this whole offseason was just him wanting a contract. No, it's a contract. I'm starting to think that well, that's all it was. You know? He I'm a little, I'm a little ner I was a little nervous initially, but, like, this guy's still a freak of nature. So, this guy should be feasting, too. I mean, this guy was a matchup nightmare before Devontae Adams, and Hunter Renfro emerged. You know? Do you He's, have any concerns about him for fantasy this year? Waller? Yeah. Yes and no. I think comfortably he's going to be top five. Um, I personally, like, look, if I have a question mark on a tight end, for example, I'd rather just wait and throw a dart. That's just me, though, because it's tight end. If I feel completely certain about the guy, like if it's a Travis Kelsey and he's there maybe in the second round, all right, maybe I'll go after. But I'm not, I'm not generally one who takes a tight end early. So I've seen people do it, though. And you get an advantage at the position, so it makes sense. If you if you have all the confidence in the world, the guy staying healthy, which is the only the only knock on him at this point, 
then you got to go get him. He's a top. He's a top five tight That's end. He he's was down last year. He was just injury riddled. Very injured last year. Dude, this team is on the rise, bro. I don't even care, man. Like they're on the rise, and it's not even just because the upgrades they made on the, on the offense. It's the fact that they made an upgrade at the defensive end position that is so crucial in a division like this. When you have quarterbacks like Russell Wilson, you got Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert that you're going to see six times a year. That is so crucial. To pair Max Crosby with Chandler Jones, that is going to cause a lot of havoc and put a lot of pressure on them, which is going to try to cause a lot of turnovers for those teams. And what they're going to try to do is take their high-power offense and score off those turnovers, and that's going to be the difference. That is that is going to be their formula to winning. And you know that what? Is their, that is their key to success, period. And I believe they can do that. I think the talent is there. And, okay, I understand your concerns about Josh McDaniels, but I also feel like his offensive mind is going to get them in the right place. And I like this team. This team is loaded. I, I love this team this year. They are being slept on. Nobody's talking about them. And it's all because uh, Russell Wilson went to the Broncos. That's a bombshell. You still had the Chiefs. The Chiefs are the king, like Palante said. And you also have the Chargers, who made a lot of moves in the offseason as well. So the Raiders are kind of waiting in the weeds. It's weird. They're, and And... Not only that, they are the only team in this division that are projected eight and a half wins. They are the lowest total uh, win total for the season in, 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 uh, in accordance to Vegas. And they just don't believe in Carr. But guess what? I don't Where know do about they that. Play? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Vegas makes these lines, right? Where do they play? Vegas. There you go. Overs. It's interesting. <laughs> I mean, go. it's interesting. And you're right. The recipe on the defensive side of the ball has to be forcing turnovers because their back end is fucking horrible. That's arguably the, the worst secondary in football. Their linemen should, they they get, be able to they get, get thrown game. all over. And that's my biggest concern with them is like, they just don't, they don't have, they're going to have to score a ton and their offensive line is horrible. Major concern. I'm not sure about McDaniels. I don't worry about the scheme, um, but their schedule too is really difficult. Their schedule is really difficult. Um, they have a playoff schedule. They have the third hardest schedule in the league. And they're in a division where teams are going to throw the football a ton. So, like, I think they'll get to the quarterback. But, like, is it enough to offset that secondary? I know the offense is going to score points. It's just a shame. It's the AFC. The AFC is loaded with substantial talent. And this team, like, it, it reminds me. I said it yesterday. It reminds me a lot of the Vikings. They're going to score a ton of points. But they're going to give up a lot of points, too. The difference, though, is they do have the pass rushers. And we've seen it before where, yes, it can make a massive difference. It can. It can make the back end look a little bit better. Yes. Because I hope it, because so. It can shadow your it, – it can it can actually kind of, like, put a blanket over your worst cornerbacks because of the pressure. So it makes them look like they're playing tighter coverage because the throws aren't going to be as accurate. That's the thing, that. bro. Yes, it negates that. Exactly. So for me – I love what they did in in this in this offseason. I love this team this year. The eight and a half win total is absolutely disrespectful. I don't understand it. I just I I can't I, I can't buy into that. You had you had the same win total as the Browns. The Browns don't even have a fucking quarterback, cuz. So how what are we talking about here? I know. I know. I, I know. I, I, you can't I, I'm not I'm not gonna be fooled by this. For me to take the unders on the eight and a half would be absolutely fucking stupid. That's this the team is absolutely loaded. That's the I am taking the over. What? You're supposed to bet unders. Yeah, they because you see how you're saying that eight and a half. I don't care. And you can't believe it. But don't overthink it. 
they they just make me the most nervous of the four teams. Don't only because it. they have one glaring weakness to. that's more glaring than any other. You just spoke trick. about you know, no, 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 no. You Go said ahead. you have to, but that's the trick. They want you to overthink it because they want you to get confused and make no, the wrong decision no. instead of following your gut. You see, my gut is telling me over eight and a half wins. My gut is telling me the Raiders are going to be fucking good as shit this okay. year, and my gut is telling me they're going to make a fucking a, a nice playoff run. They're okay. Playoff. So let me ask you a question. They have the same win total as the Browns, right? Yeah. The Browns don't have a quarterback. Yeah. Okay. They added Devontae Adams. Why is that line so low? It's there for a reason. Don't think about it too much. Because no. they're awful. See, no. Don't think about it too much. In the offensive trench. Over. And you the have, secondary. You in have a passing to league. think about it. Why? Because the line is too low for that team. They're saying they're a, they're a below 500 team. And the easy thing is they want you to see that eight and a half and go, oh, wow, holy shit. Way over. And they're going to get you. And then they finish at eight wins. I'm telling you, that is the shit that happens, great, bro. Great. So if you're betting the line at eight and a half for the Las Vegas Raiders, what yeah. are you taking? I'm taking over if I was to bet it, but I don't like it. The Why? right bet is the right bet is under, bro. Because they added Devontae Adams. They have Hunter Renfro. They have Darren Waller. They have Josh Jacobs. And they're at eight and a half, the same as the Browns. It shouldn't be that low. That's like when you see an over and under. When you, if it's like the Chargers and it's the Chiefs and the over and under is 38. Are you taking over 38 or under 38? You're taking over because that's the first thing you see because that looks like easy as hell. But the smart bet would be to bet the under. I mean, I look, I, I'm I, terrified I, I of this line myself. Saying. That is a scary and, line. And like, I like here, the Raiders. My, I like them. But there is a reason that they have. I and agree. I'm glad you brought that up because, because no, that's paying attention. No. And, and I get it, too. But my thing is this, bro. If I'm going to place my money, I'm going to take the overs. The talent is so there. I, I would, would rather take I would, the too. Overs. I would, I would as well. But the eight the, and a half, to me, it doesn't even make any sense. And the fact <laughs> that they are the lowest uh, win total team in the fucking division is mind-boggling to me. They're not, they're the not thing, two games. The Cowboys aren't two games better than them. Hell no. Correct. Correct. The thing you can't account for with this team is that they have heart. They play hard. Um, I don't think that'll change suddenly because they have much of the same group. But there are some like glaring signs. Obviously, like the offensive line and the secondary. We're talking about a passing football league and the offensive line. We're talking about an offense that needs to score a lot of points. And at some point, I mean, these these teams in the division, they could rush the passer too. And the AFC there's, is loaded with pass rushers. I'm not so sure that's a good thing. But this, this in particular, this is something where I know they will regress. They were 4-0 in overtime games, which is the most wins in overtime in NFL history in a season. They were 5-1 in games decided by a field goal or less. They were 7-2 overall in one-score games. I guarantee you that regresses. That, like, what were they? I'm sorry, repeat that. 7-2 seven seven in one-score games, 5-1 by a field goal or less, and 4-0 in overtime. That's a good and that's. That's that's a good that football just, team. That's hard to I know, a good hard football to team. Yes, but you're asking them to be perfect in those games again. And my point is, they'll probably lose a couple more of those games this year. They'll why probably they gotta, lose a couple more. But why do they got to be perfect? Because that's basically perfect right there. But why you're asking them to have extreme luck in their in their advantage again in their court? So is it in a loaded AFC? Is West. that luck or is it due to the team? It's, it's just a, they it's are a mixture very good, of both because they were team. also seventh in fumble luck last year. What's seven, seventh and fumble luck? Fumble what luck. the hell is that? Fumble luck? Is that what we're doing here? <laughs> this is what we're coming down. No, 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 no. Fuck this but look, shit, man. No, but no, no. You whoa, have whoa, to hold you, up. You can have, listen, hold up. That we're don't matter as much down, to me. We're going to talk about fumble, fumble luck, luck up here? Hell no. If you win seven and two in close games like that, you are a good fucking resilient football team, and that's just the bottom line. They shouldn't have fired Rick Passaccia. They, they also won eight. That's, 
Yeah, I agree with that. I, they should have kept it. I agree. They had something extent. that was working. They won eight games that they trailed, which is a good thing because that was second most in the NFL. So it shows you they got the character and they play hard. I understand that, but I'm just saying it's it's only natural to assume they're probably going to lose one more of those games that they won. A very very close game. It, it's it's only natural. I would say that if the Chiefs had that, I'd say the same thing. I expect them to regress there. But I'll say this too. I don't want to bet this win total. If I had to pick, I, I think I if I had to pick over baby. If I had to pick as a betting guy, I would probably take the under, but my my thought process tells me I like a lot of the intangibles with this team, and yep. I think they'll win nine games, but I think they're just going to narrowly miss the playoffs in a very tight AFC race. They're going to just narrowly miss. It might even by, be by a tiebreaker, but you know what else, too? If they get in, it wouldn't surprise me one bit because they have they have a lot of talent at the skill positions, and they're going to score points. Division so can they patch up these major weaknesses? They're major weaknesses, though. We're talking offensive line. That's the trenches. And we're talking about secondary. And the NFL league is a passing league. And you just said the impact that wide receivers had this, yada, yada, yada. Passing is everything in this division. These teams are going to throw the fucking football down your throat. No, I, and you're going to have to Look, accept it. You brought up the close games. I and yes, that was, there was say, sexual innuendo there. <laughs> for sure. Hold on. Who's to say they're going to play in that many close games? Who's to say they can't win by more than a I would hope not. They're going to have to score. But they're going to give up a lot of points. Everybody's got to score. They're going to give up a lot of points, though, meaning they probably will be in a lot of close games. That's an I assumption. expect them to what lose another one or two. What if, the beat the, what, if, what if the players that they have on their roster got better in the offseason? It's possible. What, that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying likelihood. But, likelihood. Look, The secondary is garbage. I don't get it. The team went 10-7 last year. They went 10-7 last Temple year. Temple made Temple proud, was benched several times on the Colts. Jonathan Abrams been a bust. Well, who is this? They need uh, Nazi Asimov. Morig? I don't even know his first well, name. No, Jonathan Abrams. Who is this? Hurt. Travis Mullen? I don't even know who the fuck that is. That's their secondary. They need Asimov. In a passing league. Asimov. I mean, shit. He was some dog might, shit. Yeah, but he might even be better than this dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Travis The Mullen Chargers got J.C. Jackson this offseason. Yeah, I know. Look I at Patrick Sertan. Trent McDuffie was drafted by the Chiefs. You got to at least somehow limit it. Anyway, moving on. The LA Chargers. A lot of flash. A lot of flash this offseason. Okay, they narrowly missed the playoffs last year. Nine and eight record. Lost via tiebreaker. Lost to the Texans. How can we forget? They were a sleeper team here in this group. Ten and a half wins this season, though. They add Khalil Mack. They signed JC Jackson, like I just said. Mike Williams ascended. Finally. Um, and he got paid a lot of money. Absolutely. And they, they get they get Sebastian Joseph Day too, another underrated move in the middle of the defense. Gerald Everett, maybe something. They paid him a lot of money. I'm not a Jared. I'm not a Gerald Everett guy. I'm not. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. Just, nah. Like you're asking him to be a slight upgrade over Jared Cook. Okay, I can live with that. Dana, Justin Herbert led offense. It's not even going to matter with the, with those guys out there. They could go um, four deeper receiver. I know. My bold prediction actually is Mike Williams overtakes Keenan Allen as the it's one. Possible. I like Mike Williams a lot, but I think that that win total is over for sure. I, I hopefully Brandon Staley uh, learns from his mistakes last year. That was the problem. With that was uh, <laughs> that was. No. Um, that was, How did uh, we miss that? That was uh, that tripped us up, Rob. We see you. That was my issue with them last year. I thought he, the coach was a bonehead, and I said that they should have fired him after the season because of 
the mental breakdowns that he had that cost them wins. But I think the Chargers had the best offseason of any team in the NFL, maybe with the exception if you want to add in the Broncos because they got the best uh, available quarterback. But the Chargers are going to be loaded. Um, their offense, just good luck stopping it. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Josh Palmer's very, very good. And he is. Austin Eckler is Austin Eckler. They're roughly middle of the pack in schedule. They're 13th hardest schedule. Um, the Broncos have a slightly easier schedule. But that's that's for the division. So the Chiefs and the Raiders have two of the top three hardest schedules. The other two are middle of the pack. Yeah, I'm big on the Chargers. Which might matter in this because they got to play against each other too. I'm big on the Chargers this year. Yeah, I think I think that they break through this year. I'm going to say over. Um, I had them as my sleeper playoff team last year, and Wait, they totally was, let me down. What was their win total? They're ten and a half. Uh, over. And I say they're going to be over. I think that they'll just get eleven, probably. I got them. At, I got them. But I just think at this point, like you guys already know how I feel about Justin Herbert. I use the E word. I think he's elite quarterback. I think he's a top five quarterback. I think he's going to prove it this year. Um, I don't know how far they'll go in the playoffs, but they have all the pieces that you need. They have one of the best offensive lines in football. They have some of the best skill talent in football. Um, and they have the pass rush that we just talked about, but they also have the secondary. Who's the Asante left guard? Samuel Jr. Who's the left guard they have? I wanted the Eagles again. JC so Jackson, Darwin James. Hope he's healthy. Yeah. He's fucking fantastic. He's actually the arguably the biggest difference maker on this whole team. He stays healthy. Asante can play, Can we keep bro. the same fucking energy for this team, too? What? Can we? Because what, what we're was automatically different? saying, oh, it's going to be over. So guarantee over, time and a half. But when it came to the Raiders to be over eight and a half, it was like, ah, I'm going to fade it. I don't know. I don't yeah, know if I'm going to bet this. Because look but what why? I just said. Okay, if it's so fucking easy, then damn. It, I mean, the, to me, better it looks quarterback, so easy, right? Better quarterback, top five offensive line, and a way better defense. The defense, okay, I way can get better. behind. That's fine. A the lot defense better. I can get behind, but if it's a slam dunk like that, it does not That's why, that though. But they have a top you? five roster in the league. scare you. No. Why? Because ten and a half is respectable. Eight and, and a half is disrespectful. Eight and a half with a, with a team who just acquired Devontae Adams, yes. who has Hunter Renfro, who has a top five tight end, who has Derek Carr. So, why, on, are they so, so why are they so low? Explain I, it. I don't, I'm, I don't know. Exactly, because there's something there. I think ten and a half for a team for the Chargers is fucking low. They should be 11 and a half. Bro, that division, like this, that division a great defense, a top defense, yes. a better quarterback, yes. Austin Eckler, yes. uh, Keenan Allen, Mike yes. Williams, all these fucking cool gadgets. Who has the highest win total? Who has the highest win total? I don't NFL. believe this, man. This is crazy. The highest in the I NFL? Disconnected. I don't think you're understanding it. I don't think you're understanding what I am saying. Well, I don't. I don't. What I don't know I what the fuck is, you're saying. What I'm saying is you don't think 10 and a half wins out of 17 games for this team is too low. No, because last year they didn't make the playoffs. But the Raiders made the playoffs last year at 10 and 7, and they're 8 and 5, and they acquired Devontae Adams. You're proving my fucking no, point! No, I am not. <laughs> You're proving my point by saying that Herbert, Eckler, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, getting Khalil Mack, signing J.C. Jackson to yes. a team that won nine games last year. They acquired all these players, and they signed Derwin James at 10 and a half wins. You're not telling me that's too fucking low? No, that's crazy. it's not. They didn't make the playoffs, that's bro. That's move. They didn't make the playoffs. Let's <laughs> move on, man. That's move on bro I'm I'm good. i don't know why you're freaking out i don't think you understand what's going on i don't here. think you understand what i'm saying i don't I'm, i just told you for the third time i don't know what you're the arguing game, the game what is one of the trenches they have argue. arguably the worst you offensive line football. it's a disrespectful line for the raiders to be in yes half, which i agree with you i am also saying this is a disrespectful line to the chargers okay. at 10 and a half wins that's fair so and i should automatically and assume oh, okay it's over you didn't have to sit there and think about hey man wait that's kind of low 
You don't think because they can go no, because they have a the... way better defense, and and I like and I like Justin Herbert more than and Derek they have Carr. a way better offensive line too, and their running back. And they, is better. they run the football too, a major so thing, and getting the playoffs. You think Austin Eckler is one of the best running backs in the NFL? PPR, absolutely, he's fucking. Exactly. But he's also exactly. an underrated runner too. So I, I, I disagree they, with they that. That's the why I'll take him over CMC, and I'll say it in my chest. I know, the, but the, that's the, the problem, thing is the, that's a recipe <laughs> to get to the playoffs and win in the playoffs. You have to be able to establish a running game, and the Raiders can't do that. Why can't they? Because their Josh offensive Jacobs. line is ass. But, 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 and they're going to need to be throwing to keep up in games. I don't understand this. I don't understand. He's been so ass to the point that he's got 1,000 yards. That's not an ass. That's not, that's not an, an ass That's player. an expectation. That's not an ass player, cuz. He should be a 1,000-yard rusher. Not, he's a first-round running but back. But that's not a booty player. That's he's what been, I'm saying. He didn't, even, he didn't even get – listen, he's going into his fifth year, and he didn't get a contract. Running backs don't really. Normally, they don't. They don't. He's a first-round running back, though. He had 872 yards last year and nine touchdowns, and we're going to sit up here and we're going to call him mediocre? He's inefficient. He's not mediocre, bro. I think Josh Jacobs is good, so I never I think he's a good player. And I didn't say he's mediocre, but the, the team as a whole can't run the football, they, and they don't want to run the football. They've my, shown that. My thing they is, don't like to run the football. My thing is, is going back on this, when I see 10.5, I think that when they had they won nine games last year, and again, now you could be taking into account the head coach. Uh-huh. All that stuff plays a part. And so true. This is fun. You have the head. You have the head coach question mark because you don't know if he's going to make those dumb decisions again. You also have the six, the other, the five games in the division or the six games in the division are all very difficult. So if you split those and you win three of them, you now have your your fourteen rest of your games. Do you think you can do that with that Raiders line? They're telling you they believe the Raiders are the worst team in the division. That's what they and were I telling believe it too. on paper. And I'm not saying that yep. I agree or disagree. We haven't got there yet. But what I'm saying is, again, the Cleveland Browns and all that, when you see that, there is a fucking reason that that looks like a slam dunk for Right, over. because this— I'm just, Like, ten and a half, I'm, I'm not saying it's a slam dunk. I just like the over because I believe that the Chargers, as a whole unit— they, you could argue that they are a top four I, team in the NFL. Can I just summarize you this? Argue can I summarize top, it? Hold on, time out. If you could argue that they are a top four, tight, uh, t- a top four team in the NFL, I'm sorry. If you think they are a... Prozac, you watching tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Look, here's my thing. If you think they are a top four NFL team, yeah. right? Ten and a half is way too low. The top teams get 13, 14 wins. That's my point. Yeah, but Vegas rarely goes to that's, 11 that's and a half. Me. Yeah, that's not I, Vegas. I, I, I actually agree Ve- with you. But Vegas rarely goes to 11 and a half. You, you don't see many teams that that's get 11 and a half win total. Who's the highest win total? Who's I think 11 and a half is the highest win is it total. The Packers? It might be the Bucks. The Packers? They're 11 and a half. Uh, or they're 11. Yeah, they were 11. I think 11 and a half is the highest win total. You know if not, it might be. It might be. Uh, there's no way. I, I don't think there is another one at 12. This is how I view 10 and 7. You were nine and seven, and you won an extra game. There you go. That's that's what mediocre. What? And here's the I other thing: I don't think this team is, this is team... ten and seven. This team is a thirteen team win. So ten and a half to me is a little disrespectful compared to this roster. And that's my point. I I I, I don't understand it. I don't get it. It's I, I'm just gonna say this. You, now you get me. I'm to gonna say degree, this. Yes, can but, I can I please say this? I've been holding my breath. We shit on the Raiders, but we, we fucking crown these other teams. I don't get it. They fucking made awesome moves. How, how can we get? How can we ignore this? Because this team has the chance to be the best offensive football and arguably the best defensive football. They should have a top five unit in both. They could have a top five unit in both, and that's why they're being looked at as an elite team. 
because they they made enough upgrades this offseason on both sides of the football to what they already had that should be conducive to at least two more wins, which is what's going to be required to get into the AFC playoffs. You're going to need at least 10 and 11. It might even be a requirement too. And that's why I say, you know, I think they're going to win 11 games. <laughs> and we're looking at three teams getting in here potentially, three, four teams. All three of them are going to probably need to win 10 or 11. At least. You have to at least win 10 to be in the conversation, uh, probably. If you're at nine, I'm worried about you. 100%. And nine gets you in in the NFC. That's not getting you in the AFC It's this not year. getting you it's in not. the AFC, I promise. you got to have at least 10 to be in the conversation. It's a tiebreaker, probably. I was just going to say, I don't think 10 would be a sure thing. I just don't. I, I That's don't, right. I'm right. So teams. they need to win 11, and they're going to go out and do it because they're fucking loaded. They learned from last year. And they made the necessary upgrades, and they're loaded at the most important positions in football. They have it in the trenches. They have it in the secondary. They have it at quarterback. They have it everywhere. There's no weakness on this roster. So maybe linebacker. So how is ten and a half not too low? If, if everything because you just said. They don't. They everything don't, you just Vegas, said points to me. It should, it should be eleven. That's why I'm screaming over. They're a lock for eleven for a me. A lock, right? But why but is my that? Point, then my why point is, is slam dunk and not and not make you overthink that. Why? My point That's a disrespectful is line, ten and a half. Vegas rarely said. goes over eleven and a half. They're saying they're one of the best teams in football by saying they're ten and a half. There's only five or six teams that got that line, and three of them are in this division. I and know not one of them. I'm lost, man. I, I know. I'll play it to I, I, I don't even show. care anymore, bro, because what I am saying, it, it, to me, it makes sense. Because what I'm saying is 10 and a half is way too low for this team. No, they're in the but when it came to the Raiders, it's not a conservative it was like, oh, estimate, well, though. shit, I got to think about the yes. eight and a half because it's like, ah, that's kind of low. Yeah. But I'm looking at the 10 and a half like, damn, that's kind of low, too. They added when, Chandler Jones and added Devontae Adams, and they still don't believe they're a 500 team. And they added Khalil Mack. They added J.C. Jackson. They have Herbert in, in, in another year. They got Eckler, who's healthy. They got Keenan Allen. They got Mike Williams on the offense. We have it. We, he, Palante's talking like their defense is top-notch, and I agree with him 100,000%. 100, and you're telling me this team is only capable of 10 and a half wins. That's fucking ludicrous. That's three games that over makes five. That's excellent. They have that a top. make you feel like, oh, that's kind of weird, 10 and a half. That's a little too low. They're a no. top-five team in win total. They're telling you they're a top five on. team. That is crazy. Let's move on. All right. Denver Broncos. I mean, by the way, fantasy-wise, we, we didn't even go there because literally just about every single team in this division, you're looking at fantasy gems. I don't really have a gripe with any of them except Josh Jacobs so far. Maybe the Chiefs running game. That's about it. Right? I, I would invest in every single offense in this division. I know. I have I have Herbert and uh, what's-his-face in my uh in my fantasy league. And God bless you. He, he literally, 5,040 TDs looking likely. I'm ready to if rock. not possible, obviously. All right. Denver Broncos. 7-10 last year. All right. New head coach as well, Nathaniel Hackett, who got two straight MVP years out of Aaron Rodgers as an offensive coordinator. Okay. But 10.5 win total, the biggest move, traded for Russell Wilson, Arguably the biggest move of the whole offseason. We're talking about an elite quarterback here. You don't see it happen often. So that was the big chip this year. Last year was Matthew Stafford. The year before that, it was Tom Brady. This year, it's Russell Wilson. Initial thoughts on the Broncos. I'm happy to start if you guys want. Absolutely. Take the floor. Matt LaFleur. <laughs> I'm going to just say this. <laughs> I love this team. 
I love this team because I think they were a quarterback away last year. And you went seven games with fucking Teddy Bridgewater? That's the definition of below mids. Teddy Midswater. Okay? <laughs> Write that fucker down. I am. Teddy okay? Midswater. They won seven games somehow with Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke spot duty. And then fired This defense head coach. is fucking outstanding. And they're returning Bradley Chubb, who wasn't even there last year. And you had Russell Wilson to this offense, which should have a top five rushing attack. You got two legitimate starting running backs. Offensive line, eh, they're not great, but they're not bad either, okay? They're not great. What'd you say? They're not a great offensive line. They're just good enough, though, which Russell Wilson has had arguably the worst offensive line of football his entire career. This is going to be the best offensive line he's had in his whole career. That's saying something, okay? Cortland Sutton, I'm going to say this too. Ready? Here's my fantasy predictions. Russell Wilson might be the biggest steal in fantasy this year at the quarterback position. Going round 9 or 10. And I think, I think it's obvious he's going to be a top 10 quarterback. He's only not finished top 10 once, and that's last year, the first time in his career he missed games. Okay? Half of those seasons, he finished as a top three quarterback at fantasy. I am investing in Russell fucking Wilson. Let's ride. Ready for this? Colton Sutton was a 19th best receiver in fantasy two years ago for blowing out his knee. Subpar quarterback. He's good. Colton Sutton will be a top 10 fantasy receiver. Fuck. Fucking book it. And Javante Williams will be a top 10 fantasy running back. And this is another team where you can forecast them as a possible top five offense and defense. They're loaded on at every every single position, just about. Lesser known names on this defense, though, but it didn't matter last year. Sertain. They're one of the best units in the league. Sertain's that dude. Mm-hmm. And what's going to matter in this division? you got to have somebody that can limit the pass catchers. They have a guy that can do it. Period. What do you have for... Uh... There's, and, and for that reason, I say over. I think they get 11 wins. They don't win the division, but they get 11 wins, which is going to be required to get in. they got to get into the dance. Um, and their early season schedule, I like it a lot. I can see them going, let's see. They have a hard Seahawks, December. Texans. They have a hard December. Right. But if you get off to a good start with a team that's just trying to gel at this point, Seahawks and Texans, perfect. Lay up wins to start the season. Get the yep. confidence rolling. 49ers at home, win. Raiders on the road, eh, could go either way. Colts at home, I think that's a win. That's a win. Chargers on the road, maybe a loss, but they'll, they'll split. They'll split this season. Jets and then Jags, they're going into the bye with probably seven wins. Major. So um, this is my team right here, just given on, like, based on the fact that, fuck, the NFL's been wild the last two years. An elite quarterback changed teams and won the Super Bowl in the same year. This is my team this year as my sleeper Super Bowl team. Um, I'm not going to say they are, but they are one of my sleeper teams. I'm throwing the fucking wager on on long shot MVP for Russell Wilson and a long shot Super Bowl team. I'm throwing the fucking wager on it. I'm going to say initially I was going to say under. To be Did you honest. write that down, Philly Phil? Initially, I was going to say timestamp this. I was going to say under. 
Um, but I'm actually, with the schedule, the way it leans in the beginning, I'm going to say over. Because I also believe they're going to go into their bye at 7-2 at right. first. If they're structured the other way around, maybe I'm a little more worried about that will, line. I say they win 10. Yeah. You know? They will be able to get four out of those last, you know, um, those last eight games. They'll be able to go 500. And not for nothing, I trust Nathaniel Hackett to let Russ cook. Hashtag let Russ fucking cook. That's the only, for me, the only question mark. And but, if it is, that's the only thing where I'm kind of like, As a head right, coach, yes. Correct. But for Russell Wilson's sake, this is going to be his opportunity to finally be unleashed. Like, he's been in a run-first offense his whole career. Yeah, so I just... He's a model of efficiency. It's just the way he the He got paid today goes. for a fucking reason. This guy's a baller. I've been saying it. Fucking put it on my name. I don't give a shit. What you got, theories? Um, This team, again, I, I mean... <laughs> I, I'll take the over and wins just because their schedule favors it. But I, I'll be honest with you, I, I don't... I'm like the, the only one that's like really iffy about this team. Like, I just don't think like my thing is this, you're expecting Russell Wilson to walk in that franchise along with a new head coach and also, and then they're just going to be up and running. And they're, yes, I they're am. All of a sudden just just like be, the Rams and bucks. Cool. That's great. But I'm just saying, what proof do we have? I like their running game. And the only reason why I am bullish on it is because the balance attack, right? Like if you have a good running game, you have good wide receivers, a good quarterback, it, that can deliver the football. Uh, and if you, if you even have like a mediocre middle of the pack defense, you're going to be okay because their offense is so balanced. They're going to be able to score points. And especially when you got Russell Wilson as a leadership that he has, and he's shown his whole career. Um, I do like this team. I'm starting to like them a little bit more. I was a little down on them in the meet, you know, early in the off season, but now I'm starting to kind of warm up to them. I'm looking at their roster and, Look, man, like if this if, if they if they can hit this tight end, like if Albert O can make some impact, man, they are gonna be fucking scary because Russell Wilson is a great deep ball thrower. He's got Cortland Sutton who's a deep threat. Jerry Judy's fucking flying off the field. Uh KJ Hamler's a burner. And and then you got Albert O. If he can open things up in the middle, I mean this team is gonna be absolutely hard to stop especially with a great running game um with javante williams and melvin gordon and if i'm a fantasy guy i love russell wilson i like the point that you made about him Thank being a steal. Much. i think that could be a great steal and um i think javante williams is going to be a top 10 back i also love melvin gordon as his handcuff so if you have a javante williams on your roster please go get melvin gordon um and also uh, i love Cortland sutton in fantasy jerry judy kj hamler i'm off of I'll fade him until I see otherwise. But for me, he's not draftable. Um, Albert O, he's another one. I'm a fade for now, but he could be somebody you know you could pick up if he's if he's if he's legit. And for me, I, I think this team is formidable. What worries me is the newcomers, right? Like a new quarterback, a new head coach. How are they going to start? Are they going to start off hot? Possibly. Their their schedule favors it. If they were if they were coming against. If, if they were playing against a top teams the first four weeks, I would be a little hesitant on this team because, again, you guys talk about confidence factor. If they can get a couple wins under their belt with a new regime uh, between the quarterback and the head coach, that builds a lot of confidence. It also, the, you know, the locker room starts to feel that confidence between the quarterback and the head coach. That rallies around the team. So, for me, I do like the Broncos' uh, upside here. I go 11 I, I'm I'm in the 11 win range. I think they're just gonna get over it. I got them at 11 and six. That's how I'll take the overs. I love it. I'm gonna I'm gonna add two notes to that. Fantasy wise, um, 
when you were talking about the tight end, right? Alberto. Apparently, they love this kid, Greg Dolchich. I hope I pronounced his name correctly. They drafted him. I think it was second or third round. Let me confirm that. Um, they drafted him in the third round from UCLA, and they think that he's very good, and he's going to have an impact right away to the point where he actually could be starting. I read something on Twitter that they were that Albert O has been like unimpressive this camp. It's hard to when this rookie is balling. And Albert Albert's an athletic guy too. So they might have two tight ends they could work with. I think the and tight also, end position is so it's so valuable. And though, Russell man. Wilson doesn't even really use tight ends, but he's got two that he could work with. Generally speaking, he didn't really have a, a good tight end in Seattle. Maybe once or twice. Will Disley, Will Disley for, yeah. for a hot minute. <laughs> yeah, like Will Disley for a minute was the first time he Three had a tight games, end. He was balling. He was um, killing. And then the running back situation, like you just said, last month of the season, they both finished as top 15 running backs. So it is possible you could have two guys with standalone value here. So fantasy nuggets galore in this fucking division. They're like the Chargers. Did you did you say your total yet, Mike? Yeah, I said I had him over yeah. because I think they're seven and two at the buy, and I think that they'll go five hundred yeah. on the way out. My apologies. Yeah, and then and then Mikey P brought up a great point too as well. I mean, look, Russell Wilson got paid today, and he got handsomely paid. And John Elway ain't talking around. But he had two years. And you guys left on his know contract. how I feel about Russell Wilson. I love this. He had guy. two years left on his love contract, him. and the fact they gave him a five-year extension on top of that—that that tells me something that they still believe in his elite talent. And I, yeah, I, I do like the Broncos. I, I again, I, I was really down on this team in, in the beginning of the offseason. Uh, but now that as you know, as things are transpiring here, as we get towards the season, I'm starting to see a bigger picture here with this team. And then their schedule favors them as well. Like I think the Niners is going to be the hard game, but you know I, I think they could start off two and zero, and I think that could build confidence into the weeks ahead. And yeah. who knows where they could take it? Because honestly, their their schedule is pretty cupcake besides outside of their division. Yep. Yeah, and I think if I had any questions about this Very team, soft, bro. Yeah. If I had any questions about this team yeah. entering entering the off season, they needed pass rushers. Bradley Chubb was out for the year. And they go, they go out and add Randy Gregory, who's been good for a couple of years now. They paid him a lot of money. Um, they signed DJ Jones up the middle for the interior. So they spent $23 million a season right there, just on two linemen. And then you get Bradley Chubb back. So if I had any questions before they went out and did anything, it would have been pass rush, but they now just added to their defensive line. And I mean, you know, no one even talks about this is a no name defense, but they're very good. This is a no name defense, really. If you can name more than five players on this defense, you know, fucking NFL like the back of your hand. No one really knows players on this. They're defense. just a good unit. They're a good unit. And they, they got Simmons at safety. who's one of the best in the league. No, not Ben Simmons. Okay. I was going to say not fucking Ben Simmons. Trust me there. Trust me there. All right. That's the AFC West. Man, it's going to be the wild, wild west. I said, I keep saying it. Every it's single game wild. is must-see TV. Every one of those games, that should just be the Thursday night football games, the, A the AFC West. So you you ready for this, guys? Philly Phil, change it up for me real quick. Um, oh. <laughs> Twerk on on Philly Phil. <laughs> no, that arch, though. I don't know. Oh, shit. You, you can't enable that arch. <laughs> enable. <laughs> he used the word enable. <laughs> it's crazy, man. <laughs> I've been working on it. He has. I can't right. tell. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> All right. I'm going to try something a little different here. Seahawks. Let's just say it right now. Because Garbage. we're not going to waste any fucking time. Yeah, no. The NFC West 
A little yeah. different conversation. Let's just start with the Seahawks. Five and a half wins, seven to ten last year. Geno Smith starting. They got rid of Russell Wilson. Kenneth Walker, hernia surgery. Who the fuck knows when he gets back? Um, you could just stop there. They're garbage. I say it's under. not worth it. If they set Geno Smith's passing yards at 900, I would take the under. They're obviously tanking because Yo, Jimmy Geno G was Smith out there. Balled out though Monday Night Football against the Steelers, or was it Sunday night? It Good. was one of them. Like, fine backup. He, he balled but out. Bro. Fine, fine backup. He's yeah. fine. But he's not good. He's fine. He's good for a couple games. Fine backup, but shit, they're they're obviously tanking and they don't want to admit it. They also have um, the twenty second ranked schedule. Yeah, it doesn't even matter, right? Booty meat. <laughs> don't even waste the time. So what I am going to ask you is this: Is there any fantasy value to be had? Because yes, they have DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. They even have Noah Fant now, and they have Rashad Penny and Kenny Walker. Which running back do you prefer? Which receiver do you re- prefer? And are you actively trying to buy any of them, really? No. I, I, if anybody, I'm going to fade the Seahawks running backs. Like, there's something, again, like, there's always something with the Seahawks running backs. It, ever since they had Marshawn Lynch, there's always injuries, 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 injuries. Just like the Niners' backfield as well. Every single year, I am a fade on the Niners' running backs and also the Seahawks. I just don't believe in them. I think Kenneth Walker could be a sneaky pick later but to me i fade these running backs i do not yeah, trust I'm with them you, Nick. season long because my thing is if you if you own one of them you got to get like three handcuffs because they're going to go down simultaneously and like and my thing not, is, space. not for nothing but dk didn't have a good year last year with russ what the fuck makes you think he's going to produce without him? He he played pretty well with Geno Smith. I don't know the stats, but the stats were pretty were pretty glaring. I was actually surprised how well was DK it like DK. Yeah, production? it was actually like wide receiver one production, and I was actually surprised. But if anybody I'm going to fade, it's probably Tyler Lockett. Yeah, I'm not. I don't want anything to do with them, and we're either Noah Fant. So Tyler I'm Lockett just got he just got rusty ball. Whoa, pause. He Whoa. just had Whoa. Russ, he just had Russ throwing the long ball. To him and dropping it in the bucket, and that's how he got all his stuff. Yeah, like a Tyler Lockett deserves to be somewhere else. Like he's 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 a good player, talent. underrated guy. You know, yeah. But you, you know who'd be a great fit for uh, Mr. Lockett? The Chiefs. I know he fits they the scheme would be perfectly. A great fucking match right there, man. Deep I, threat. I would have liked to see that. veteran. He can he can he can coach Sky Moore, who's a rookie. I I would love the Chiefs if they got Tyler Lockett, but they need that guy, man, and. I, I think that would be a great match. But for me, I'm fading all these guys. I mean, maybe I take DK, but I wouldn't take him where he's being drafted. So for me, I would take him a little bit later. I don't really trust the situation, but it's DK Metcalf. You get the talent. I, I wouldn't mind. Wait, where's he being drafted at, DK Metcalf? Um, Fifth round? Fourth round? Let me tell you. DK right? Metcalf's going as a 19th receiver off the board around pick 50. To me, so it's about fifth. I see Cortland Sutton going three picks later. Give me Cortland uh-huh. Sutton. I see Marquise Brown, Amon Ross St. Brown, Gabe Davis. Yep, yep. I'm taking every single one of them. Chris Godwin taking him too. Um, yeah, sorry, DK. Uh, listen, I'll just I'll make it simple. I, I'm letting someone else draft players from this team. I'm, I'm I, I don't want anything to do with it. Although I will say this: if they're losing a lot of games, they're going to be throwing for garbage time. I don't want the head. So if, it's a if DK, exactly right, bro. DK just based on his upside, maybe if he falls a couple rounds, you know what? Which the, is possible because there's other people like us being like, "Oh fuck, Seattle." Here's the here's the DK maybe issue. If he falls, I'll go for it. You can't you can't bench him. You can't because it's DK. But when you start him, you're scared to death. 
Like nobody starts yeah. DJ and they're and they're comfortable the way you would start another number one. Like he's a, he's not a plug and play anymore. No, for me. absolutely, he not. was, but not anymore. I'm out. So let's just let's just make it yeah. simple here. We're out on the Seahawks. Agree, Goff. All right, that. moving on. The LA Rams. Now we're talking about a champion. All right, mm -hmm. the Super Bowl champs of last year, twelve and five, ten and a half win total. They sign Allen Robinson. They sign Bobby Wagner. Both of them can still play. I don't care what anybody says. All right. Look at the film. They both can still play. All right. I know they had down years. I know. I'm waiting for it in the comments. I don't know. Maybe it won't happen. Anyway, LA Rams and Matthew Stafford's got an elbow issue. Who knows? Cam Akers came off of Achilles surgery very late into the season. Was a little eh, rusty, but they gave him a bell cow roll right away. These are the headlines, guys. And they lost some pieces. They lose Andrew Whitworth, who obviously is the linchpin of that offensive line. And One they of lost the Von Miller on defense. Yep, they lose Von Miller. Um, they lost a couple of interior linemen. That but, loss isn't that big of a deal. But they gained. And they have Von the second. Miller, they, they replaced it. They have the second hardest schedule in the NFL based on win total. All right, so. And they lost Austin Corbett, too. That's a starting offensive lineman. How are we feeling about the Rams? Because, I mean, look, they, I, they, I, they I are the man. I think that they're awesome, but I am a little nervous. I'll just say that. I said Go I ahead. was nervous with the whole thing with the Aaron Donald, with the retiring and stuff like that. I just, they seem like a team to me that the Super Bowl hangover because they won it and they got complacent. And I just, I, I don't know what it is. I, I don't have any information. That's just the way I feel that that team is not built like, I feel like they're satisfied. Yeah, I'm satisfied. <laughs> but I just, like, I don't... Oh, my gosh, she's head and ready. <laughs> I just, like... <laughs> they don't strike me... Unloaded. They don't strike me as a team that's going to come out hungrier. And that's a problem. They that's a recipe world of for star you. talent, and they're a quarterback injury away oh, from and the a elbow, train wreck. The elbow thing is is odd. I all of a sudden, nobody's about talking it. about it no more. But it was a big story for, like, two weeks. I'm not worried about it this moment, but I'm worried about it over the length of a season because basically he needs Tommy John surgery in his throwing elbow. He needs and what that means is, even if he's a tick off in accuracy, this guy already led the NFL in interceptions last year. He's a stud, but I'm just saying, a tick off in accuracy, a tick off of arm strength, you know, and by the way, every single, th this team loves to throw the football, every single rep just adds on to that elbow. So they might be managing it right now, he might look great right now, but I am absolutely worried about this because this is a team with Super Bowl aspirations. The roster's loaded. they got a ton of star talent, right? So I'm worried about it. Their defense will keep them in games, though. But the NFC is still a little open, and I'm not worried about them missing the playoffs or anything. I'm not, no. I'm not about to throw a red flag. I still said they're a top-five team. So go ahead, Theories. This is over. I mean, look. Ten and a half is disrespectful. Again, I, I mean, I'm not going to go back to that situation. But anyway, hmm. what I'm saying is – the one thing I am concerned about is the health of the running backs. Again, they're just one of those teams that they just never feel like they have a substantial running back who could speak could be there and take over the workhorse. However, because they are going to have to lean on that if Stafford's elbow is quote unquote uh, hurt. I right. just, I, I mean, is he hurt? Who knows? But they are fucking loaded. They have a 2,000-yard wide receiver. They added Allen Robinson. They got Van Jefferson, who's a, who's his third year, I believe, in the system. 
is going to be his third year in his system. Tyler Higby is such a sleeper tight end. He's made some great plays for them down the stretch and all last year. Matthew Stafford had a great year. I, I, I mean, this, this team is the best team in the NFC right now. And I've said it all, all season. To yeah, you beat the man, you got to beat the man. And I know what you mean by the Super Bowl hangover, and I get that. But this is going to be a um, Sean McVay type of season where if he is that coach, if he is that leader, he does not let this talented group fall into that category of the hangover. I do think he's that dude, too. I think he's fantastic. I mean, I two think Super Bowls in five years. Smart. He's very good. Great. He's a great <laughs> he's, coach. He's great coach. His memory of, of plays that happened like years ago is off the charts. He's just fucking smart. He's a genius. So for me, I am not down on the Rams at all, regardless of the reports of Stafford. It's funny that you, that you mentioned that, that we heard it for two weeks, and all of a sudden, it's, it's, it's nobody's mentioned it. It's gone. It's Everybody very, it, yeah. very strange. And even McVay hasn't even mentioned anything about it. Um, so I kind of found that a little odd, too, as well. Is he on the injury report for week one, or did they come out yet? Who? Stafford? No, he's not on it. So if he's not on the injury report, how, how serious is the elbow? For me, it's not even it's not even discussion. Ten and a half win, ten and a half wins. Lock it over. Yeah, I, I'm saying over. I think they win 11 games, and I think that they're the division favorite. Obviously, um, I still think the Bucks are the best team in the NFC. But we've been saying that all along, you and I. So here I am. I'm I'm back in Tom Brady, um, and I have concerns with that team too. But um, if, if there's any concern with the Rams for me. It's the offensive line because that's major. We're talking about elite left tackle and a starting guard with a quarterback who already is going to be playing hurt all season. How many games did they win last year? They won 12 games last year. They were 12-5. and five. Um, And obviously, I mean, look, they're loaded. So there's nothing, you know, I'm not avoiding them in fantasy because of the Stafford thing. I might, you know, if I'm going out and get Matthew Stafford, for example, I'm just going to make sure I get a good backup just in case. Unlike the Rams, they do not have a good backup. So, I mean, they, if, they could honestly. If Stafford's healthy, they might sweep their division. If they weren't in the same division as the 49ers, Jimmy G would probably be on this roster. I wouldn't even doubt it. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm with Powell's. I mean, they, 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 they could potentially sweep this division. They probably will. If they go 5 and I'm one, I'm not ready to work. say that. If they go 5 and 1 at best, that is still fucking remarkable. You're almost you're halfway to the win total. You're telling me this team is not talented to win six games outside their I think their they're division? going I think they're going well over yeah, that, I, that eleven mark. And I think that's twelve or thirteen. What's also not being talked about is Stafford's comfortability into the system. This is his second year. He won a Super Bowl in his first year in that system. Now he's in his second year. He's gonna be a little bit more comfortable. Now he he's he, he has a rapport with Cooper Cup, obviously. He's going to build that with Allen Robinson. He's got a rapport with Van Jefferson, Tyler Higby. Like these players are are, are very they're, they're cohesive unit as they transition to year two. So for me, I like the upside. Ten and a half. I, I it's it's a slam. Hopefully less interceptions. But then again, sure, we'll see what but happens. He's a gambler with the arm. too, though. He, he he is. He does do that. I mean, he still he threw forty touchdowns. So I guess that makes up for it, right? Sure, absolutely. Um, but yeah, they eighty percent of their touchdowns were through the air last year. It is going to have to change if you do want to sustain the guy and not make him throw 40 times a game. So we'll see. That's an interesting headline. It's unfortunate for a Super Bowl champ that they got to deal with that, but they're loaded. If he's healthy, by all means, they could be back. Absolutely. All right. Every single champion has a headline 
negative headlines. That's true. Because it, it makes the news. They're already the champions. They're already the forefront of the news. Now you add negativity on top of their name, it's going to blow through the fight. It's like, it spreads like wildfire. People it's just media. Yeah. People love negativity. That's bro. true. That's just the way it is. People love you more when you're working towards something, not when you have it. Exactly right. I, I only have one worry, and it's the offensive line, only because I don't want Matthew Stafford get hit, and he can't avoid that kind of stuff. He's not exactly mobile. So, all right. Next up. Where do you want to go next? I'll let you guys pick. There's two teams. They're both pretty interesting. Niners. Yeah, Niners. Let's go Niners. San Francisco 49ers. The sixth seed in the NFC last year. They actually had the Rams number a little bit. All right. 10 and 7. That's how they got in. Remember that, guys? Mikey P's little upset pick at the end of the year. Yeah. I have to. That was like, that was awesome. Well, I, had I, I supported oh, yeah. Jimmy G. About time. I just want to remind you. Okay. 10 and 7. The line is exactly 10 wins. Trey Lance is named the starter, but Jimmy G is back as the backup. They restructured his contract. Okay. It isn't making like, you know, I expected to hear a lot of noise there because, oh, well, what if you keep him in the building as a distraction? So far, it seems pretty reasonable. Okay. But he's there, though. So if Trey Lance screws up, it's going to be wildfire. Oh, my God. Also, by the way, they restructured in a way where, like, Jimmy can still easily be traded, and to his benefit, he'll be able to select where he goes. Yeah, no trade clause. So, you know, interesting. That's, like, that's the craziest headline with this team. Otherwise, uh, status quo. Not much change here. Um, Brandon Ayuk was a concern for part of the year because he's in the doghouse, but he finished as a top 15 receiver in fantasy in the second half. Um I'm saying under. There's really nothing else going on here to say. I'm saying under with them. Um, I don't know what Trey Lance will be. And with the uncertainty on that, I would say that they, I would go under. Kyle Shanahan's 8-27 and 27 without old Jimmy G under center. <laughs> uh, worth, Kyle Shanahan's worth record as a coach isn't good, by the way. It's odd. It's under 500. It's go odd. Ahead. I didn't yeah. want to cut you off. No, it's odd because he's widely regarded as like a, a, a mastermind in the NFL. But – Anyway, um, I'm gonna. I'm just. I'm saying under. I think you know Trey Lance has a lot of work to do. I think he'll be a fantastic fantasy quarterback. Um, the Jimmy G backup bothers me. Me too. It bothers me because you're putting unnecessary pressure on a rookie that hasn't played in three years, and it's just. It's not smart. It's not. It's just not smart. It's because now if he's second guessing himself when you have to make a split second decision to throw a dart over the middle and he holds back and he tucks and runs or he gets sacked it's going to look bad and the 49ers we are built to win they'll start calling for jimmy if they're hovering around 500 10 11 games into the season and you want to know what it was it's plain and simple here um they obviously think he's too valuable to drop they didn't get any trade takers but injuries happen Injuries happen, like guys. You're a runner, too. You're vulnerable. You know, injuries happen, and not just with Trey Lance uh, being a runner. Around the league, too. They obviously believe they'll be able to get something for this guy, or they would have cut him. And they got a favorable restructure. Theories. The restructure tells me that if Trey Lance slips at any moment, uh, Jimmy G is going to be the starting quarterback moving forward, and Trey Lance will not be there next year. Wow. That's what tells me. Wow. Theory and a story. Because Go ahead, you, play the it's theories. Because if That's you, a, because if 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 Trey Lance theory, starts baby. to see Yeah, fucking right. <laughs> you better a, fucking play that shit. This is alarming fucking content right here. You ain't getting this anywhere else but P and I, baby. It's fucking theories, baby. But what I'm saying is if Trey Lance starts the season 
and he gets benched for Jimmy G, he will not be the starting quarterback for the 49ers next year. He's done. They will find a way to get him out of there. There is no way in hell they are going to pay Jimmy G that kind of money. He's getting top backup money. This team is built to win. They they know what they have in their roster. So if they slip at any point in the season, they are not in rebuild mode. They are in win mode now. They made the playoffs last year. And my thing is this. If, if, if Jimmy G goes in there and takes them to the playoffs, what are you going to do with Trey Lance? Can I say something real fast? What are you going to do with him? When you get a minute, when you're ready. Go ahead. Uh, maybe, I don't know, 20... 10, 15 episodes ago when we were talking in the NFL last year. What did I say about the 49ers? Do you guys rec uh, recall it all by any chance? When I when I was referring to Trey Lance, when I said, if Jimmy Remind G me. fucks around and makes a Super Bowl, I would trade Trey Lance because you're going to become oh, the yeah, Eagles with Carson yep. Wentz and Jalen Hurts. And that's exactly what's going to happen with him sitting there. And they're going to screw it up. This was a bad distraction to have. And so far, it hasn't gone off the rails. But and that's because games haven't been played yet. <laughs> right. Exactly. And, and the media. The 13th, they have the 13th easiest schedule in the league. Every um, member of the media, including myself, is rooting for Trey Lance now to not be as good because it's a good story now. Because now you could talk, should they bring in Jimmy G? What would have happened if Jimmy G was in there? He missed that throw. He's a rookie. He's raw. He's athletic. He can't make these throws. His accuracy's off. His arm is tired. He was seven he needs time for to 19. Develop. Yeah. Needs time to develop. You should bring in Jimmy G. And if you bring in Jimmy G, you're going to fuck with his confidence. It was just, it was a dumb decision by them. They shouldn't have drafted him in the first place. They're, they're, they're dumb. They shouldn't have got rid of all that capital to draft him. Also, well, but, but here's also a good point, though. They could have brought him back just in case, okay, if any starting quarterback in the league has gotten hurt, they would have a trade partner with them. They're pulling an Eagles Sam Bradford. You know That's what, I mean? what they're doing right they're now. They're holding an asset. Rip Minnesota off you know? him. Um, they're holding a liquid asset and a backup quarterback because that position is so valuable. If another team starting quarterback goes down, how are they going to replace him? They're going to go to the backup or they're going to go for Jimmy G? It's fair, yeah, but the situation, like to me, I get it. the situation no, no, no. is a problem. I hate the situation, it's a problem. but I think that's what they were thinking. I yeah. think that they just viewed, view him as an asset right now. I actually don't yes. think he, they're going to have a quick hook on Trey Lance, and I do not think that he's going to be gone a year unless no, something happened think. he got hurt and Jimmy does have to play and goes in and does shit in the playoffs maybe gets to the super bowl that would be it's not gonna happen i'll, I'll guarantee my bananas. my whole reputation on it i swear to god you shouldn't uh, even show you can up write, for that you can write that fucker down too yeah no don't show up for that episode if jimmy comes in and goes to like the nfc championship game i mean i'm gonna be moving so different i am gonna say this though like you here's line you don't even understand that night before the show i'm going right to jay hollywood <laughs> and get this shit lined up and then i'm coming here and i'm going i'm gonna be two on i like that well no what his goatee is gonna smell like <laughs> Oh. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, I almost said something vulgar as shit, and I held, I just held back. I have self control. What if, what if Trey Lance control starts? Oh, I throw in sexual shit, and it's a problem now. What if Trey Lance starts off fault. one and four, it's, one it's and five? Guys. What if he starts off one and five, one and four, two and six? I mean, Good, bro, Nick, like there's going to be rumblings, bro. There's going to be rumblings. I was going there and next, and that's my point. If you take him out, if Trey Lance does not start from game one to game seventeen. And playoffs, if they if they do make it, if he's benched at any moment in time, he will not be the quarterback next year. I can guarantee fucking. Yeah, it. I just don't think he's going to be benched. But here's the thing: I'm just schedule. Saying. This is great. He has two cupcake games to open the season. He got the Bears and the Seahawks. Boom, get your confidence I under. I like the Bears. Boom. Okay, two and zero. Oh. Then they lose the next two. You got Broncos, Rams. They're probably going to be four and four. 
at worst, going into their bye. They got the Chiefs, they got the Rams twice, they got the Broncos, and then they got the Panthers, Falcons, Bears, Seahawks. Four and four, maybe. But also remember, they play the Rams well, so they might. I expect them to win one of those games. I just don't know which one. Um, I would think that would be the the first game against the Rams, which would be week four at home, Monday night football. They get an extra day of rest and they go home. Like, that's the one that I think they'll win. They always play the Rams well. Everybody's, do we not remember this, guys? What did they do last year? Okay. And then the second half of the schedule is like, all right, you sprinkle in some difficult games, but then you got Seahawks again, Washington, hmm. New Orleans. Are they are they dead by then? The Dolphins, are they dead by then? I say push. I'm going to say exactly 10 wins again. They get into the playoffs as a wild card. Shit. I like it. And yes, uh, Trey Lance, I would start him in fantasy, but make sure you get a good backup. Otherwise, I love them in fantasy. We like everything else fantasy wise, right? I loved them until Jimmy G came and I got scared to death. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not. Get a good backup. I don't even want to play with it. Do we like everyone else, though, fantasy wise on their team? Elijah Mitchell, Brandon Ayuk. I don't like Elijah Mitchell, but I think Ayuk has potential to be a big. Uh, a big fantasy guy this year. Agreed. I think for the value, I, I love where he's yeah. going right and now. And I think Debo's Debo. He's just a unique player that gets the ball, and he gets it in space. Theories? And he should have more space with Trey Lance. Sorry. Yeah, okay. I, I love uh, George Kittle. I have him on my, on my roster. I drafted him. Um, I love Ayuk this year. Debo's Debo. The running backs off fade. Again, I don't trust the history of their of their, their running back situation. Elijah Mitchell don't stay healthy yeah, either. He's good. Point. He's a good right. ball player. Yeah. Because the thing is this. If if you wanted to own a Niners running back, you would have to waste a roster spot on a handcuff. You need Jeff Wilson. You need him. But yeah, yeah, because he gets hurt too, and he's good. Yes. And they exactly. drafted Tyrion Davis too. Price yeah. too. So they got a rookie there. So, That's like a three headed monster again. I'm a fade on the running backs. I, I like their talent. I like Elijah Mitchell a lot, but again, the health thing scares me. I mean, I think there's a lot more value out in the league now than than taking Elijah Mitchell. Um, but Debo's a home run. He's awesome. Brandon Ayuk's going to have a great year. Um, George Kittle's George Kittle, top five tight end, no cap. And Jawan Jennings, yeah, I fuck with him, bro, for real. Oh, he I is good, actually. Yeah, I like Yo. him, too. He is good. Yo, I really like him in a, as a slot receiver. Not in fantasy purposes, but I, I expect him to have some impact on the overall team uh, moving forward. So, um, But, again, like I said, if Trey Lance can start off hot, good for him. But if he starts off 2-0 and and then he loses the next two, the sky is going to be falling in San Francisco. So, um, yeah, I mean, we're going to see how it plays out, but... I just think that, you know, I'm with, I'm with you guys. Signing Jimmy G was a bad thing for him, and uh, hopefully it doesn't really fuck up his career. We will find out with the 49ers. They are definitely an interesting team. Uh, oh, wait, did I, did I get my over-under on that? I, did you, did you, you I think under. you might have said under. Did I say under? Yeah, I say push. Uh, They'll have I exactly 10. I thought you said you were with me because I said on there. I don't know though. Okay. I you well, I, I I'm with you. I think I think it's gonna be a push. Push. I like and I, I I would like to probably avoid it honestly. I, I but if yeah, I, I am gonna do it, I don't I'll say push because I think the thing is, is this team can get in with nine wins. They can get in as a wild card. They're yeah, definitely sure. looking like a wild card. I'm like this. If it was ten and a half, I'm going under. Yeah. Exactly. Right there so with the, you. So if the lines change out there, if you guys listen to this, if it's ten and a half, I'm taking the under. All right, we got one last team, and I know Mr. Paz is licking his chops, man. Philly, Philly, you wanna you wanna give us some pace here? Give us some pace. We need some up tempo. Give us some arch. I know it don't matter. You can replay something because we need some fucking energy for this one. 
The Arizona Cardinals. This might be the last time we disagree until the start of the season. Oh, man. Because Tuesday, it's NFC East, and I think we're all in the same boat. Mm-hmm. We got bold predictions and playoffs, so. Yeah. All right, all right. I take it back then. Arizona Cardinals, 11-6 last year. We know the story. Kyla gets hurt, comes back, plays like shit. The team plays like shit. Second half was shit. It's the it's the regular shit, okay? And I even acknowledge that. I was I was in on them in the first half, and they let me down too. But Kyla got paid. He's happy. Marquise Brown, his college teammate, they traded for him. Um, he will be the number one receiver in the absence of DeAndre Hopkins, who's out for six weeks. Major letdown. They let Chandler Jones walk. Major letdown. Um, Over-under line is exactly nine wins with this team. And I'm going to just say this. The schedule, mm, ninth hardest in the league by win total. Ooh. That's all I'm gonna say. I I'll mean, say they it. did add. They I'll added Zacherts. Can I get? Can I go first? Yeah, you guys can go first. I'm gonna go first. I, I I think this this team is going under nine wins. I see them being seven and ten. I think they're gonna be well underperformed. I think Kyler Murray is gonna get a lot of heat after this uh, after this season. Um, I just I think I look at their schedule. There is no way in hell they are going. They are winning more than eight games. They play the Chiefs. They play the Raiders. The Rams. The Panthers. The Eagles. Seahawks. Saints who ain't no fucking joke. The Vikings, who ain't no fucking joke. They play the Seahawks again. There's your two layups. Okay, I get it. That's two wins. Then they play the Rams again. Then they play the Niners. Then they play the Chargers. Then they play the Patriots. Then they play the Broncos. Then they play the Bucks. Then they play the Falcons. And then they finish out with the with the Niners. This team is not winning more than seven games. They Period are the, the exact opposite of the Broncos. You know what they are? And they're going to come out of the gate when DeAndre Hopkins returns in week seven. At best, at very best, they will be two and four. Wow. I am you guys so are you. really, really down on Out of the gate, dude, they don't have, they lost. DeAndre Hopkins is a problem when you lose him. And it's just coming, it's, and it's, here's the thing. It's not even hate on Kyler here. It's, he's, he, he's got a lot working against him here. He does, and he's going to have a lot of pressure on him because he was paid like he needs to elevate these guys. He's going to have to. And when you come out of the gate with the Chiefs, the Raiders, the Rams, that is a brutal first three. Then you get the Panthers. They're not going to be buns. But they've been known to surprise in the first half. Remember, they play better in the first half. They we do, do know this. Those te- I mean, do I know you- it's daunting. It is absolutely like you have to really believe in the quarterback. And the head coach. Yeah, you kind of do. And that's where they're at a disadvantage in every one. You know what they are? They they literally, so this team, they'll probably have an elite offense. They should. Okay. They, like right there with the Vikings boot. For me, Vikings, Raiders, like the the difference with the Raiders, they have pass rush. They're like the Vikings to me. They're going to score a ton of points. Um, I'm not worried about the offense right now. I do think that DeAndre Hopkins is a huge loss, but Marquise Brown, wide receiver six before Lamar's injury last year. He had a 24% target share. He showed he could be a one briefly, and he actually stayed healthy. I'm actually, but he was wide receiver six in fantasy before Lamar went down, and he was putting up numbers. Sleeper for me is Rondell Moore. And I love Rondell Moore. I'm a big fan of his game. Uh, he's a little nicked up right now. I hope he's good. Zach Ertz was a major stabilizing kind of move for a young quarterback who used him right away. I think he is one. He'll be underrated in fantasy. He's a guy who's going to be really good in the first half. Maybe someone you look at trading in the second half or you hope he keeps it up. But like 
they're they have a lot of weapons and james connor to his credit i'm not a james connor guy but to his credit he had a huge year last year i don't trust him still though i just be very honest with you. i actually like james connor however i think he he's not scoring 20 touchdowns again no i think it's pointing down he'll still be double digits he will but i also don't fall. trust him to play all 17 games this season i do not i'm sorry and then they're i know in. last year might have been an aberration i do not trust it and not for nothing but i think one of the most underrated losses of the entire year was chase edmonds I think Chase Edmonds is a quality back who can catch out of the backfield, and I don't think that you'll get that production, especially if Connor goes down with Eno Benjamin. It's not a household. They game. like Eno Benjamin for for some reason. They've been saying that he's having a massive offseason. I wouldn't feel Arizona comfortable State. saying this is my friend. He's Eno. a sun devil, baby. You know. But here's where here's, I turn things around. Do you want to? Do you want to? I have one. You more. have a cup. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I just I just want to throw this out there. When DeAndre Hopkins comes back, so they play Sunday against the Seahawks, right? That's when his suspension ends. Now they play Thursday it's a short against week. the Saints. That's a short week. So who knows if he comes back for that game? Is he a plug and play at that point? You got to worry about conditioning. You got to worry about getting up with the offense. You haven't been away for six weeks. You you are not allowed to have any contact with any team, with, with any teammate in those six weeks. So I, for me, he might miss seven games. And if they miss, if he, if, if he misses the Saints game, this team is not winning more than seven games. Now, he'll be back for the Saints. If he's healthy, he's playing, and I trust him. Because, in four days. Yeah, I think he's going to play. Okay, so but you play Sunday. Will he Sunday. dial down, the, snap. He dial down the snap share? Maybe. Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't actually know what you were saying. Until I, just I know what he's saying. Come back on a I'm, short I'm saying I think he might be out for seven games. He's going to play. But does he have a full snap share and keep in mind they have a group there their receivers are good and but, aj green is your fourth receiver like they have a good group there so maybe they just dial down the number of snaps in that first game that's all he's not gonna get the full workload yeah no, no that's what i'm saying dial like, down the number either... of snaps I, I can see that but also if he's healthy he's probably gonna he's i mean he's gonna play if he's healthy yeah but he's been away for for He's been, he will be away for the team for six weeks with no practice, no contact with any of the coaching staff, none of none of his players. Either you're going to come back here and you're going to put on a, a uniform and you're going to walk out in the field. There's just no way. I don't see that happening. I think he's going to miss and seven games. I don't and think they're going to need much out of him in that game, though. If he, dresses, if he dresses, he'll get minimum work, but it ain't going to be crazy. It ain't going to be impactful, and they'll lose against the Saints, too. We shall see. We shall see. Here's where I turn it around, guys, because... I am higher on this quarterback than you, and I am on record with that, and I acknowledge his faults from last year. But can I ask you something? Who was the most accurate quarterback of football last year? Kyler Murray. No. It was Joe Burrow. Who oh, yeah. was number two? Kyler Murray. I'm sorry. You're right. <clears throat> Kyler Murray was the second most accurate quarterback in the NFL last year, despite this awful second half we're talking about, and it was bad. That's why Believe I hate, me, I was there. That's why I hate statisticians, because that's a pointless stat. But it's not, bro. It is. You're accurate. Because it didn't amount to anything. Because why? Because this offense is going to still put up points, and I expect that he's going to be better in the second half of the season because his front-end schedule happens to be difficult. The second half, it's a mix. But I'm just saying, like, if you believe in the guy as a player, second most accurate quarterback, number one in deep ball accuracy, number four in intermediate accuracy number number one on the move number three planted that's in the pocket right red zone number six number four against man coverage do i need to keep going he's very talented i want consistency but i think this is the year 
where he puts it together for a season. And this is the thing. The Cardinals won't be a good team unless he is that guy this year. I don't like the win total. I'll be honest. I don't like it, but I am going to say they're going to be a playoff team because I believe in the quarterback and the NFC is wide open. The, the offense will score points. It's just like the Vikings. I have the Vikings getting in based on the offense because the NFC is wide open, and I think they're going to be a wild card. And they might even be able to get in with nine wins. I'll just say 10, but I'm avoiding this win total. Yeah. I'll say over because I'm trusting the talent level of the quarterback. That's major, guys. Joe Burrow is number one. Kyler Murray had higher accuracy than every other guy in the league except Joe Burrow. They are not making the playoffs. With us. a bad second half. If they don't make the playoffs, I swear to God, it, dude, it's going to be a, a fucking Yeah, but remember where it went off the rails last year. The Packers drive. It was a signature drive. He drove 99 yards down the field. He throws a perfect ball to A.J. Green, who happens to not turn around. That's pivotal. What that he, moment changed the whole season, and he got hurt on that drive. What if his timing And was he off was and never and the fucking same when he got back from that injury. Well, that's not a good leader because you need to have a quick, you need I, to have a quick fucking listen memory. Listen to me. It needs to be in I your head and out of your head. You, and it was, it was still not good enough. If you're playing, I expect more out of you. He still had a couple games to get his feet wet and do better. He did not. He was awful. He fucking was terrible in the playoffs. I hear you, but this is what I'm saying is I think you're going to see that, that natural progression. The guy has gotten better each year in the league. The team has won more games each year that he's been the quarterback. I think that they'll probably kind of plateau there this year because they won 11 games. So I think they're going to go down a little bit So because this is a daunting schedule. Now, if they do, fucker, if they go 7-10 and 10 and miss the playoffs, do you have concerns about Kyler Murray moving forward? No, because I think he'll play well. This team... I, I just don't understand this it, bro. I don't. I don't get it either. I, don't, I think you he's going... Jalen Hurts went 7-10. He was gone. You but the somebody. thing is, Jalen Hurts isn't that type of passer yet. If he is, I'm happy to give him a pass. That's the thing is Kyler Murray shows... Kyler Murray's a good passer of the football. That's this great. Team, but that doesn't make anything. I that, hear you. You go 7 I, and 10. I understand your point. I'm saying to you, though, the only way this team will be good is if this guy plays at a damn near elite level this year. He could play very good. He could play damn near like what he did last year, which was MVP for half of a season. He could be better than that and still not play elite football take a progression, this team can still miss the playoffs because they are not a great team. Their defense took a step back. But but I, this offense will be good enough. They will be good enough. It, I'll say They're this. going to probably the be a top 10 offense. If the Arizona Cardinals fuck around and make the playoffs, I'll... I'll You'll have to give him his flowers no, because no, no. they shouldn't with this nah, schedule nah, fuck and with what they have around him right now. Nah, no, they that. should make the playoffs. No, they shouldn't yeah, they right should. now. He got played like an elite I quarterback. I expect him should, to make the playoffs. Dak Prescott, make the if playoffs. Dak Prescott right. missed the playoffs, he would get fucking crucified. I know, but you expect him to get in because he's that guy. So I expect him to get in because I think he can play quarterback. Okay. So I you expect, expect him, him to, to get, get in. in. Exactly. So if he doesn't. But he does have the cards stacked against him quite a bit this oh, year. And we crazy. just said it. That's no I'm not going to give him a pass, though. I All think right. he's right. getting good. in good. because he is a good quarterback. He's been showing it. He just needs to be consistent. He's going to have to be fucking awesome this year, guys. He got paid he to be awesome. He has to be very good this year. He has to be elite. They're asking more out of him this year than last year. Hey, you got paid and he $200 got paid million. Like it. 
you when when the, when the car's off the rails a little bit, you need to be the stabilizer that just goes fucking straight and you elevate all the guys around you. And here's the one thing about the defense, guys. I know Chandler Jones is a massive loss. They were also one of the most injured on the defensive side. They were they had the seventh most adjusted games lost to injuries. So the maybe the defense improves. They do have some guys that are very athletic and what were skilled. They last year. Uh, I don't even remember. More I'm money, more money at your job means more responsibility. Correct. So to me, that doesn't. So you know what? I don't care. I about say that. he's that dude, and he's got to get in. That's cool. But and, and guess what? If Arizona Cardinals, if they make the playoffs, I will fuck around and I will wear a Kyler Murray jersey on this show, and I will show up for braids. I'm dead serious. Wow, you better start growing hair. That ass serious. I will come on this. You better table. not get a haircut for a while. That's fine, because I know it ain't gonna happen. I'm like, I'm gonna keep it. My hair's not Kingsbury. I hate him. It ain't happening. Seven and ten. Book it. No way. Book it. Seven and ten, cuz I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I saw their I see their 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 schedule and it is absolutely brutal. I know, a, but they they didn't stop them from advantage. winning. They they started seven and oh last year. And they against good teams. But they finished with eleven but, wins. That's a problem, bro. That's I know, scary but they shit. still won eleven football games. But that's scary I, shit. I hear you. You I went do. seven of seven, and then you went four of nine. I'm not saying it's not a concern. I I they said that. I led they off seven with that. Lost four the division. That's the thing. Oh, is sorry, I, four nine, five, five, I led four, off with six, the six, negatives because they were glaring. I led off with them. Yeah. I gave you the positives though, and you may not want to hear that this guy can play quarterback. I just need to be consistent though. Consistency is key. We say it, it all the time. It's the most important stat. And I'm holding to a high standard because he shows that ability right there that I just said. Well, second most accurate quarterback with a fucking awful second half. We talk. He was about, still the second best in accuracy, which is major. My thing is, is we talk about guys like they need to win for their job. Like this dude is paid like he is one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. He's or you don't have to say top five. Like he's one of the top guys. You need to make the fucking playoffs. They talk about fourth year is the year where all those quarterbacks make that jump. And that's why I think I he's going to do it, Mike. That is the year. He's winning the for year. his reputation, yeah. too. He is. Because he's getting slammed like people like you guys Absolutely. because of what he does in the second half and of the season. Year, and this year. And then people forget about what he is capable of doing. But that's fair criticism. It is fair. That's why I let off with it, yeah. bro. I just, to me, it's just. I'm keeping it at 100 here. I was in on that like team. Like you're running a fever. I, thank you very much. <laughs> do you see the fucking red? Probably am heating up because you know what? It is unacceptable that they play like that in the second half of the year. It is unacceptable. I expect that to be different. I mean, Mike, Mikey P. Like, I, where do Sorry. you see where do you see ten wins here? Well, again, I'm Seriously. telling you this. Look, I think the Tip Raiders. Cat, they're not better than the Vikings. No, they're losing the against Raiders, the Vikings. They, the they Raiders will be a game. tight game. They're going to beat the Panthers. They're definitely I actually losing think, the Saints. I I think I'm telling you this right now. I already said this about the Eagles. Because I like the Eagles' early season schedule, but that's a trap game for the Eagles. The Eagles are probably going to lose that game in Arizona. Okay? Seattle twice. Falcons. 49ers twice. They'll beat them at least once. They'll beat the Rams probably once. Okay? Because that's just how it goes. The Rams will go 4-2 and two in some shit. They can't score with the okay? Rams, bro. Yeah, I agree. They can't score with them? No. No, they can be scored. The, the Rams will score. The Cardinals will score. But the Cardinals can be scored on. So, again, you're asking them to split a division game. They already did it last year. Okay? They already did it. Vikings, okay. interesting. Just saying. Patriots, I think they win that game. Coming off a bye on Monday Night Football. That's a major rest advantage.
So you're saying they're going four and two in the division. They're going to beat the Falcons. No, I said the Rams would go four and two. I just said to you, I think the Cardinals. The you Car- said they're going to split with the with the Niners and they're going to split with the Rams. That's one and one. That's which how is it's going to have two, to happen. Which is two right. and two. If they sweep okay, Seattle, I misunderstood what you were saying. Yeah, that's what I mean. They're going to have to probably do that. Yeah, no, they'll be four and two. That's what you're saying. But that's the thing is. They are good in the first half, so they're probably going to surprise you in a couple games here. That's my point. They did it last year. They did it last year. You know? They ain't beating the Chiefs. They ain't beating the Raiders. I don't they think ain't beating the Rams. I don't think they're beating the Chiefs not, in, the, not in the opening game of the season. But Raiders week two, and interesting. Panthers ain't no slouch. They got to travel across the country to go to Carolina from Arizona to play the Panthers. That's not an easy game. I see what you mean I, with the Eagles, though. I'm not worried East about Coast that. East Coast going to West Coast. I see what you mean with, with the Eagles game. I might be agreeing with you on that. Well, also because the Eagles have a pretty cupcake-ish schedule. So you start think that's going to be like a down game? It, it's their first like, real real challenge. And the Cardinals have beaten them uh, two of the last the last two times they played, I believe. They beat them. The Cardinals beat them. You're getting some guys back. I mean, they do have some interesting players on the defense, and you need J.J. Watt healthy. So, for me, so their season comes down to— I expect the defense to... to be a little bit better despite the loss, but the season comes down to Kyler Murray. It does. It I'm comes happy. down to Kyler Murray. I'm because... happy it does, because I don't believe that he can elevate his teammates. We'll see, right? We, no, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. See. One of us will have a clearer vision, but if he if he go, if he if he gets that extension— The vision and... will be this, Mike. Can I can I cut you off? Of the course, vision will be ahead. this: either he's going to change your, the whole narrative for people like you guys, yep, or he's always going to be this guy where oh he's extremely talented, but there's always going to be a butt attached to his name, and he is going to be fucking dragged because he was dragged this money. year. He was dragged this year, rightfully so, and he's been dragged all off season by me too. Yeah, and he was dragged by me when he was playing bad too. I just think okay. you sign a $230 million contract, you turn around that next season in year four when you're supposed to make the leap, and you go 7-10, and 10, you're not that guy. If he wins seven games, that's because be That's telling me if he goes 7-10 and 10, and it was because the D-hop and that was the issue, that's telling me that you need everything perfect around you in order to succeed. And when something goes wrong just a little bit, you can't get your way through those muddy waters. Family, it's 10 p.m., and you fucking pod in. Well, and also... D-Hop was not D-Hop last year either. I think at least this year he'll come back and play healthy, which does matter. It matters a lot. All right, I'm tired. Let's wrap this shit up. All righty. Philly Phil. <laughs> we Hit bodied that. Hey, I said it would end with fire for fireworks, right? I got pissed. Look at the NFC, guys. That's all I'm asking you to do. All right? Thank you so much, everybody. And we have one more division to preview on Tuesday. Yes, these have been longer episodes. Yes, it's because we crammed it. Uh, we probably should have started the previews sooner, but there was so much in the NFL this offseason. It's a movie. Okay, so you're getting extra. You get a bonus content. We gave you betting. We gave you fantasy season long. You're going to get it one more time, okay? NFC East. We say the best for last. The Philadelphia Eagles. Interesting season coming up, all right? You got We're things talking. popping out of our heads. You get, yeah. you get everything here. There was a lot of energy tonight, okay? Sponsored by Prozac. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hope they were watching tonight. So, NFC East Tuesday, playoff and award predictions. Interesting. Bold prediction of fantasy. You're not going to want to miss it. Football starts next Thursday. Seven days. Woo! We're here. Baby! Okay? Can't wait. All right. So, episode 103 of P&I, powered by Playmaker, was brought to you by Prize Picks. Daily fantasy made easy. Also, we were live at the Props Network at PropsHQ.com where you need to go and subscribe so you can keep up with all this football content. And yes, it's not stopping anytime soon. 
Last but not least, merchandise. What are they wearing over there? Fantastic fabric. Go get yours now. Shoot us a DM. Let us know. We have t-shirts, long sleeves, hoodies, mugs, anything you can think of. Just shoot us a DM. We got black and gray as the color. So please hit us up. Courtesy of IPP Pressworks, Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Thank you so much. Nick Theories, do your thing. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on PropsHQ.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher. And all that other shit. And also follow us on all of our socials, such as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And we will see you guys next Tuesday at PNI, baby. It's theories, baby. <laughs>